Yep, Charlamagne the God. Andrew Schultz. We are the Brilliant Idiots Podcast, back for another week of Brilliant Idiotness. And today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. This week's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I just told you that, duh. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, all on your terms. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash idiots to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash idiots to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let's start the show. Hezzy! What's up, man? What's happening, Hezzy? How was your week, Hezzy? What? How was your week? Why are you doing that African accent at the end of it? What accent? That's not an accent, Yes, man. you did. No, I wasn't. Hezzy. Hezzy. That's, that's, I feel like that's kind of African. <laughs> Where is this coming from? Take one trip to fucking Mozambique. I'm African. Yeah, that's native. That's my native tongue. <laughs> Word the tribe called Quest yeah. de la Soul. All right, listen, don't worry about my week. I want to know about uh, your week. You, I want to talk about Nikki Haley, but first I want to talk about this Breakfast Club rollout that you guys did. How you feeling? Oh, I feel good. Yeah. Do you yeah. like just, because you don't get to toy with the media. You don't get to toy with the I do it all mind. the time. But not like this. This was like. This is the first time I ever told people I told them to toy with them. <laughs> oh, you're saying all the other times you've been doing But this was like beautiful. Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. I mean, the hardest part about stuff like this is just getting everybody else to be patient. Yeah. Because you know me, I can slow walk it. I, you know, I, 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 you know I, I can slow grind the goddamn troll all day long. Right? Now, have any people acknowledged you toying with them? Uh, I haven't paid attention. I, I really haven't. You just checked out. Because uh, yeah. you paid attention before. I paid attention enough to be able to get enough of those clips to put it together <laughs> for that trailer. Where is Jess? Huh? I would think somebody like the Breakfast Club would need the clout chase. But knowing them, they probably want somebody light-skinned. Well, I'm Jess with the mess, and my news is real. Jess hilarious. Now comments on them saying, these niggas is trash. Y'all could've got somebody better than that. I'm not hating. They don't give a damn about what she's done. She made the announcement before it was even inked. That third seat on the Breakfast Club was one of the most sought-after coveted positions in hip-hop media. Hip -hop so you were just collecting the lines that people were saying for a month? Oh, uh, it was three weeks. When I, well, yeah, it was three weeks. Because the first thing I was, I, when we came back from break, from Breakfast Club, uh, from the holidays, I was just like, well, we haven't acknowledged just, as, just announcing it, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We haven't acknowledged it. So why not continue to play stupid? And so I already knew that playing stupid would take a life of its own. Like, I literally, I told, that Taylor and all the time, I told you. I'm like, I said, Listen, if we play stupid, it's going to take a life of its own. And then, you know, I'm like, okay, after this week, it'll, pro it'll catch on. And, you know, our digital team was like, should we put out clips? I'm like, no, oh, let them man. find it on their own. So they found us playing stupid on their own. What's the example? What's the first thing? Me just acting like, yo, man, last year we was rotating guest hosts. You know, and, and, and I thought we were supposed to start the new year with a new co-host. What happened? Right? Knowing that, not acknowledging anything, not acknowledging Jess, not acknowledging... Is she on the show at this point? No. So she's not even sitting in? It's just no. you and Envy? She was, she was always supposed to start February. She was all, literally always supposed to start February 5th. Literally. Like... That was Jessica Robin Moore's start date. Did you start the play when she announced at like some show that she's... I was on vacation in Zanzibar. 
No, but I mean, was that the start of it? Like, did you say, oh, announce this and then we're going to make it seem like they took it back or that they didn't agree? No, that was real. Oh, Oh, so she actually. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was real. But that actually helped. I thought it was great. It It was great. It was like, yo, because it shows people, it shows you how much people care Mm. about being in that position. But I mean, the whole past three weeks of the rollout showed you how much people care about that that particular position. And it shows you that Jess is absolutely the one, which we all, which you already knew. You know mm. what I mean? The funniest was when she did that comment and she taking photos with <laughs> and everyone's going crazy. Oh, that, that's, that's, yeah, that, that was step three without even trying. <laughs> first step was us, first, first step was Jess announcing that, but that was real. Second step was us coming back, acting clueless. Third step was me like, oh, I'm going to do what every other celebrity does. Because, you know, when, 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 you, when you start playing Clueless, right, and that goes viral, people start hitting you. So all the different outlets and stuff start hitting you. So when TMZ hits you, it's like, meet me. Meet me at the radio station <laughs> Tuesday at 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> meet me at the radio station Tuesday at 10 o'clock. So wear, make sure I wear my nice coat, you know what I'm saying? Right? <laughs> make, sure I, make sure I wear my nice coat, you know, walk out the door, act surprised, full tubey. Show me. Full What's up with Jess? <laughs> huh? Where is Jess? What's going on with, with our new third host? Huh? Where's Jess? That huh? That huh, man. Yeah, you that got that hum. acting down. That huh. Okay, so. You know? And so, so I already know what that's going to do. TMZ, right? Boom. So that goes out. And then um, everything else was just like, I, I had another thing that nobody caught on to. But I'll tell you how just the universe works. So first, yeah, it was just announcement, which was real. Then uh, be acting clueless, me and Envy acting clueless, totally acting. TMZ, totally acting. And then the very next week was um, I had the throne sitting in the studio. I remember that. Oh yeah. But nobody, I thought nobody really picked up on it. I just had it sitting if in it there. B- if we were still on BT, I think they would have. You think so? How many things do you think you did that didn't get picked up on? It was just that one. Okay. And then, but it, it still ended up working out because me and uh, uh, Envy was having a conversation about Mary J. Blige and SZA, right? So that ends up going viral. And so we're sitting around and Justin's like, I should post this and shit on y'all. I'm like, yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> right? And then what did she post? She was just like, they're stupid. These motherfuckers is trash. Yeah. You know. Um, something like, about old heads. You old like heads, that, DJ yeah. Envy, yeah. shut up. And then people start going, oh shit, she lost oh, some jobs. She's salty because yeah, she mad. Oh, she oh. <laughs> we sitting there in the photo shoot laughing our yeah. asses off. <laughs> Crying, laughing at the idiocracy that exists on social media. But what, what really. It's amazing the confidence that people will say things that they have absolutely yeah. no clue of. Unbelievable. And I know we do that for a living too, but. <laughs> no, it is amazing. Us. No, it's different. What with us. Well, why is it different? Because we're brilliant idiots. Because we're professional idiots. We're not acting like we know. These, no, no, no. These people are acting like they know. And these are just our theories. These people are literally saying, I heard. And oh. my sources say, my, oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. this is what I know. Got it, got it. Like, that, that, that is the different. difference. Yeah, we're just talking shit. It's, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so that happened. And then Cam Newton, that was real. Cam comes on Breakfast Club. Cam asked what Jess was. We play Clueless, right? Oh, that, wow. that was real. Beautiful. But that, you can't stage that kind of stuff. And then after that, it's just like, all right, everybody relax. We got enough. Everybody be patient. I know it's getting crazy. I know you feel like saying fuck some of these people. Just relax. Monday at 9 o'clock, it will be all worth it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It will be all 
worth it. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's what I'm saying. You let your you let you let people do the talking for you. And it, even the people on this um Now what do the trolls do? What do you mean with a troll? Like after you do something like this, where you have manipulated all these people, mm-hmm. and they're going on their platforms, they go, my sources say, and yeah. I know exactly what's going on and blah, blah, blah. What uh, do you think? Do they ever come out and be like, yo, I was got or do they just move on? None of them. Will, none of them will admit they was wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? None of them will admit they got got. They, some of them, are, I haven't seen anything, but I'm sure some of them will probably try to come up with other conspiracy theories. Yeah. You know, I think I saw somebody say, uh, she was uh, originally fired, but then they brought yeah. her back. Yeah, because, this was a, it was a breach of contract, yeah. and they had to bring her back. Like, yeah. shut the fuck. Y'all, still, y'all, not, y'all not tired of being loud and wrong? Shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? <laughs> and by the way, there was there was people that I saw say it. There was, like, people that say, that they was, oh, this is a stunt. Like, I, I added them. Uh, to, I mean, it was a stunt. It was a stunt. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So they got it right. Salute to Claudia Jordan and uh, my, uh, Al, Al Reynolds, Al Reynolds, you know? Like, they were yeah. discussing it on uh, Claudia, on the Fox Soul Show. And they was like, I think this is a stunt. That's why we. That's why we used them last wow. before we revealed. Yes, it was a stunt. Thank you, everybody, for the free promotion. <laughs> we we appreciate. I mean, it. just genius. But think about this, right? Just we know psychological operations happens. We know informational warfare happens. Imagine what they're doing to us on the highest levels. Yo. Yeah, if you can do this to the whole <laughs> hip hop blog community, what can the government do to us? My God, did you? Oh, you didn't see that NBC News article that came out yesterday? No. Oh, my God. Chris, I sent it to you, right, Chris? The NBC News article came out yesterday. Hold on. This shit is uh, fake news. YouTube creators target black celebrities with AI-generated misinformation. Some channels pivoted from tech review videos to misinformation about black black celebrities bringing in millions of views. NBC News did a whole thing about it. How it was just these people on YouTube who create these accounts. They take, like, 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 for example, they use Diddy for an example. They had a picture of Diddy getting arrested back in the day. And it was like, Diddy arrested for such and such and such and such. And it gets millions of views. Or like, they'll have like AI generated content of Steve Harvey saying different things. Like they do that with so many people. Like I've, I've done digital forensics on shit that's on YouTube about me before. Where that shit came back from, Chris? Where was the majority of it coming from? India or someplace like that? Yeah. There, there was an article in the Times this weekend too. I mean, it ranges from posts that get millions of views to posts that generate a couple hundred dollars, but it's worth it. So they, they profile a story. There's a 19-year-old kid who went to a private school in Manhattan on New Year's Eve. He got run over by a train. I think he fell under the tracks aye, aye, aye. in Manhattan. But they picked it up in India. They had no. What they do is they search for anything that's trending, right? So I guess a lot of people in his circle in New York were talking about it. So they picked it up. And they realized that people wanted more information about it. So they essentially just wrote a fake story saying he'd been stabbed in the Bronx in a train station. What? (laughs) Yeah, but they put it out and it picked up traction. And, you know, like his friends and parents got very upset because that's not what happened. He fell onto the tracks. You know, I I can't speculate, but like he was run over in Manhattan. He wasn't stabbed in the Bronx. Did he die? Yeah. Oh, 19 year old kid. But wow. The. Guy in India was like, hey, man, like, I made 70 bucks off of this. Oh, he's like, I need the views. 70 yeah. fucking dollars. And he's like, I, I saw the money people for them. were looking about this story. There was no other information. I couldn't find anything. So did I, it seems like a lot of people get shot and killed in the Bronx. So that's what I did said. Did you see the shit Rogan posted? Nah. What did Rogan post? The this fake is, deep of him? Say what? It was the fake deep of him? No, this is the deep thing. 
What else? Fake deep. Look at this. Deep fake of him. So let's expose the mainstream media today. Check out this post and article by The Hill. Notice this picture. Protesters outside the New York courtroom with anti-Trump signs. Not even New York. How does this pic make you feel? If you love Trump, this may upset you. The weaponization of the justice system. If you hate Trump, this may vindicate you, knowing there are people out there that understand your cause and protesting on your behalf. Either way, you are manipulated to feel that way watch by this. the fake news. Check out this video. This is the actual video of this picture. <laughs> it's like three people. There's three two people protesters, there. Two protesters. Two protesters. Most likely paid and 30 mainstream media 30 cameras. 30 media accounts filming it. it so that they now can check post. check this out. Did a quick reverse lookup on this picture. Can you see how many news articles this picture was used all Dang. over the world? Informational wall. I mean, I'm still scrolling. The same exact fake pic. Used to manipulate your mind. I saw people get mad at Nancy Pelosi this week because Nancy Pelosi was on... Uh, they could never get mad at her. She was on CNN and she was I talking about how, um, you know, uh, she was saying how, like, when it comes to Israel and Palestine, a lot of this... Uh, the stuff you see as far as protesting and stuff, she was like, it's Russian propaganda or something like that. And they got mad at her. I'm sure it's some truth to that. I'm, I'm, I'm positive it's some truth to Every that. Every country in the world that is our enemy will do anything they yes. can to support any sort of disagreement mic, Chris. Yes. going on in America. It doesn't matter if it's Black Lives Matter versus Blue Lives Matter. It doesn't matter if it's Israel-Palestine. Anytime there's the friction here, yeah. they're going to put some fucking gas on play, it. Play that clip, Taylor. Yeah. It just... People show outrage because... It looks like she's undermining the movement because they're like, no, we're here. We're here to support. It's yeah. a real movement. Yeah. yeah. But like you said, they're pouring gas on it. 100%. As we would do in every other country as well. Mm. If there's a movement happening in we Iran. do it. Of course. I know people who work in the plan. military on the PSYOPs departments. You, you are a liberal cuck. What do they call you? <laughs> what do they call you? You are a liberal shill. You are a liberal shill. I, you do work I, for the Democrats. I, but I know, I literally know people who work in PSYOPs in the military. Really? Can we get them on the podcast? Oh, yeah, Taylor. Nah, they can't. Why Nancy Pelosi? Like, one like, one of the that, challenges that oh, Democrats might have in organizing is some anger in some corners of the progressive movement mm -hmm. over Biden's, Joe Biden's support for Israel in its war uh, against Hamas terrorists. How concerned are you, especially given the fact that we have seen protesters over and over and over uh, at his events? How concerned are you that people, young people, I'm not suggesting that they're going to go vote for Donald Trump. But how concerned are you that they might just stay home? Well, let me just say this because I've been the uh, recipient of their, shall we say, exuberances in this regard as recently as in Seattle on uh, Thursday. Unfortunately, I wanted to disrupt our very exciting Democratic meeting there. They're in front of my house all the time. So I, I, I have a feeling for what feelings they have. But we have to think about what we're doing. And what we have to do is try to stop the suffering and gossip. This is women and children, people who don't have a place to go. So let's address that. But for them to call for a ceasefire is Mr. Putin's message. Mr. Putin's message. Make no mistake, this is directly connected to what he would like to see. No, Same I think thing this is, with Ukraine. Well, it's about Putin's message. Nah, I think some of these okay. some of these protesters are spontaneous and organic and sincere. Some, I think, are connected 
uh, to Russia. And I say that having looked at this for a long time now, as you, you know. You think some nice. of these protests are Russian plants? These are plants. I think some financing should be investigated. And I want to ask the, the uh, uh, FBI to investigate that. But apart from that, Let's just and say this is what I don't understand, right? I, I, all I heard was nuance. Do people not understand nuance no, did, anymore? No, no, this is not exactly that. I think that this is propaganda too. She's saying that calling for a ceasefire is Putin's message, and it's like I'm pretty sure the people there would like there to be a ceasefire. Absolutely, I'm pretty 100%. sure the people who have families there would like there to be a ceasefire. So I, I think that this is propaganda to support. She's obviously pro-Israel in this situation, and well, of course she's not going to be pro-Hamas. But I, I, yeah, I think that there's some propaganda going on here. So, but I do agree. I can with understand what she, the pushback. Yeah, I do agree with what she said about she she believed that some of this stuff is spontaneous and organic. But if you're, for example, if the government, if America's government is supporting Israel in this conflict, of course, any country that's going against America is going to support any support of the opposition. And Absolutely. in this case, that is, I guess, ceasefire because you can't say, "Yo, I support Hamas." Absolutely. Yeah. But do you believe what she said about how some of this is spontaneous and organic, but some of it is, yeah. you know, probably orchestrated by Russians? Yeah, I mean, I I think that they're putting gas on it. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, that yeah. orchestrated means that they're the ones that have started it, put it out there, and it was their inception. Yeah. I just think that Iran, Russia, any other country is putting gas on it. China's probably putting gas on it. Yeah, I was I was telling Charlemagne, like, I was in Ta- when I was in Taiwan, it was right before their big election, which China was very much trying to sway through social media. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to a guy who is pretty high up and knows things in global politics. And I was like, are you concerned about that? He was like, why are you asking me if I'm concerned about? Aren't you concerned about what's happening right now in America? And I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, Russia and China are the ones pouring gas on what's happening in Gaza. He's like, the whole world sees that. You're asking us about Taiwan. The entire world is looking at the U.S. and camp. He's like, obviously what's happening is terrible. But if you look at this from a global political perspective, the U.S. interests are not with Iran and Russia. Of course, yeah. And that's who's behind this. He's yeah. like, China doesn't even have to do anything in this Yeah, because Iran and Russia are going to pay for the whole thing. Right. China's just sitting back and laughing. So, yeah. but it is difficult, right? Because I think a lot of people, you know, I, who doesn't want a ceasefire? Andrew's theory is absolutely right. right. This is really happening. Yeah. It's just that people are throwing gas on an already out-of-control fire. And then it creates its own momentum. But yes. the thing that's so confusing to me about the Israel-Palestine conflict is that, like, I always ask people, I ask people, especially people who are, you know, very supportive of the Palestinian side, I'm like, like, what what do Palestinians want? I always ask this. Like, what do they want? And I can't get an answer from It's not a two-state solution? That's not the answer I've been getting. And I go, like, give me, just tell me what it is. Is it, is it 1967 borders? Like, just, just give me what they want. Because I hear a lot of ceasefire. Right. But there was a ceasefire on October 6th. So I'm just like, what what exactly is the goal here? What do you want? We don't have no Palestinians here. This is a very diverse studio. Well, here, here's here's the issue. It we got this, a Jewish you know, man right there. No, no, no. I think Puerto Palestinians Rican. know. And I think Palestinians Black, there know. Italian. Italian. <laughs> <laughs> All white guys are Italian. Uh, but no, I think the tricky thing here is that the supporters, I think the supporters don't know. And it's becoming very Black Lives Matter, the movement, 
in that the supporters are out there supporting because they think that it's the right thing to do. They see the videos of what's happening right there. And they're like, I want to be on the right side of history. I think there's part of then there's a lot of just like you know liberal white people that are like, I want a virtue signal and show how good a person I am. But you ask them, you're like, what do Palestinians want? They can't give you an answer. They'll say ceasefire. But besides that, they'll be like, how do we stop this? And, and I would be very concerned about that if I'm on the Palestinian side, because what happened with Black Lives Matter? White people are out there supporting all these lesbians and shit with their fucking pink hair, throwing <laughs> their fist up. And then you go, what does Black Lives Matter want? And then people are like, uh, I don't know. I just think Black Lives Matter. It's like, well, yeah, of course we all do. But what do they want? And then you saw what happened with the organization. But wouldn't the answer to that question be solving the crisis that's going on in the area? So it's like they don't know guys, exactly guys, what they guys, want. They this just crisis want... has been going on for a long time. Exactly. That's what I'm that's so what it's like, not going to be solved you asking in them that the next few months. No, I'm asking what do Palestinians want? If you don't even know what the people you're supporting want, how can you support it? They just want a ceasefire. You got to talk to people who know it. Like, why do they want a ceasefire? They want them to stop dying. Like, yeah, they, they just stop yeah, dying. That's the so main... they're out there to be like, hey, I don't want people to die. I just want everybody to know I don't want people to die. So then you're out there for yourself. I guess my point is, if you don't, want, if you don't know what the people in the conflict want, you are there for you. I understand what you're saying. You're not there but, for them. You're there for you but, but, because you get to go, look how good a person I am. I, I don't want anybody. To, nobody wants people to die. There, there's, a, there's a short-term solution and a long-term solution. Mm -hmm. The short-term solution is they want to cease fire now. They want to stop. They want people to stop dying, right? Yeah. On both sides. You, yeah. you don't want to see Palestinians die. You don't want to see, you know, people in Israel die. But then there's a long-term solution, which is how can we all get along in this region and make sure things like this stop happening? Oh, that's of what course. I would think. Yeah. I would hope. But what I'm seeing is I'm seeing a lot of virtue signaling in that I've asked these people that are so passionate yet they don't even know what the people they're supporting want. And when I see that, I'm not saying this is every single person, but when I see that, I start to go, wait a minute, are you doing this to support them? How can you support people if you don't know what they want? Just say and you if, don't believe in them, show. Say you don't believe in these people. Son, I don't. You don't believe no, in no, them? No, no, I do believe in them. I believe, you, you think that I believe they're a, using those people you, you believe, so they can look cool online in the same way they did it with Black Lives Matter, think, in the yeah. same way they did it with Ukraine. The Me Too movement. With the Me Too movie, yeah. it's, it, whatever movement, the trend, whatever's trendy at the moment. I so they hop in from trend to trend to trend, and it's like, gotcha. nah, you using the deaths of fucking innocent people so you can look like a good person online. That it makes a very sour taste in my mouth. Go see how they felt about turtles mm -hmm. when uh, when the fucking when uh, climate change climate was change. the hot thing. Exactly. If you go see oh, these, the, the I'm serious. That's what I'm telling. Did you stop using uh, plastic straws? I'm telling you. I go. Did. Of course you did, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> He's they don't work the, as well. He's though. one of the fucking problems. <laughs> <laughs> he's the fucking problem. Listen, I don't have a problem with people who care. You know what I mean? It's I have a, a problem. It's a if, good cause. It's a great I mean, cause. Like, yeah, it's a great cause. I have a problem if, if you only care about you. If you care about other people, yes. But if you don't even know what they want, then how can you care about them? You just care. I think some people, not all. Yeah. I think there are some people out there who just care that they look like a good person online. And that's what they're showing up. You saw those. They put the black square up probably exactly. during Black Lives Matter. All I white, get what you're all saying. But all them white bitches that would go to the Black Lives Matter march for two minutes, take a picture, and then leave. Remember they did that? People are doing this. I understand what you're saying. I saw saying. them singing at the Holland Tunnel. I didn't show you the video I took. No. They holding hands in front of the Holland Tunnel. I got a video singing this song. Cease fire now. Cease fire now. So I got in my phone right now. I got a dude trying to go to Jersey. Hey, yo, fuck the ceasefire. Let me go back to Jersey. No. Yes. 
Hey, 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 yo, we in America. Oh, I need to go God. home. By the way, we don't talk about those people enough. Those people don't care about what's going on because they are dealing with their lives. They're trying to survive. They're trying to keep food on their table, a roof over their head. Tell me, I got to take this serious, yo. Let me you think it. these people care? Now the song is a bop. Hang on, the song goes on. This is not a protest. You made it sound like I thought it would be. No. That looks like the video in front of the Trump tower. They stopping people from getting on uh, the tunnel. They not letting people go to the tunnel, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. Listen, man, it's a great listen. I get it. It's a great call, but I understand what Andrew's saying too. It is some people who it's the it's the people who chase the trends that make it bad for the real activists who are really out there. That, on that's the front what there are people who really do care. They know what now, the I you, I get people it. want. They know about the future. They care about this. They're not yeah. just doing it for virtual things. They've actually been supporting this this cause their whole life. Yeah. They've literally been their whole life. This is what they've dedicated their life to. And then there are other people who are using that shit so they can look cool online, so they can be this woke progressive person, but don't give a flying fuck about all those people that are dying. And to them, I'm like, Al, you turn your head side to side, but I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you. No, but I, I do think that you can see what's happening over there, feel bad about it, and think that if I post, at least I'm doing something. At least I'm getting the word out there and then you apply pressure to your politicians who what are supposed word? to because if if a politician's seeing no, everybody on that no. grant what are you saying what, to what, ceasefire what, I get what, what you're saying. saying no but that's motherfuckers don't word. even know what word they're getting out there no to ceasefire like they want they trying to get pussy off Palestine bro uh, they, they trying to get I, they trying to get some DMs so. they trying to get some so DMs oh god <laughs> thank you for your support oh word oh that's what's up shorty let's go out to dinner we won't eat pork what, you know what I mean? Like, they're trying to do some... I, I, oh, I, 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 I see what both of y'all are saying. Because it's, it's, it's a nuance. I walk in my neighborhood. I would see Black Lives Matter <laughs> fucking posters. The second the Ukraine shit popped, take it down. Ukraine poster. Uh, gay week or whatever it is. Yeah, Rainbow no, poster. I get it. It's, I get a, it. it's a costume these people wear. I get what you're and saying. And that's not to say there aren't real people that are about that fucking There's life. There's plenty of real people. But those people, the people you're talking about make it bad for the real... Yes. These singing-ass motherfuckers? Yeah, 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 yeah. With their faces covered, all of them? Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and I get what Alex is saying, that whenever there's a call to action, when people are sitting around and they feel like they want to do something, this is the easiest thing to do. Yeah. The easiest thing to do. Thank you. The easiest thing to do is pick up a phone, put a black square... Tweet something about, you know, whatever. I get it. I and then I have I have a lot of empathy for the Palestinian people who are like, we just need support. Anybody support. So they're going to take these people's support because they're like, yo, we just need support. I sure, I'm sure they're Not very even realizing. And I'm sure black people, y'all felt the same way when it was like, yo, people are murdering us. Can we get some support? And then these white bitches are out there at the and you're like, OK, white bitches are supporting us. And then you see them leave. The, the 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 walk immediately and you're like, oh well hold on one second. How long were they at that walk? Do you know what I mean? You get a little that resentful. So crazy. No, I get what you're saying. I get it. You're not uh, listen, I get it. It's if, very hard to get people to see the nuance of all situations. Like I was just having this conversation about what's going on at the border because we talked about it last week, but I can't I, I what's think what's going it, on at the border. I think yeah. it's changing now because yeah. remember even you know last week you was talking about uh, it was MAGA messaging, right? Yeah. But what I'm trying to explain to people, if you talk to these activists in Chicago, if you talk to people in New York, black people, 
it's not about that. All they care about is the fact that these people are getting resources, just getting in this country, and it's resources that they don't have. Yeah. It's really just that simple. But you'll have different organizations who can sympathize with the people at the border, yeah. but you don't sympathize with black people in Chicago. That's, you don't sympathize with yeah. people in New York. 100%. Who, 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 don't, who, who aren't getting the resources so they're getting, who are being inconvenienced. And it's just like, why can't we ever see the totality of all of these? Sounds like what you're saying is America first. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. We got him. <laughs> I, I, I literally said that. I literally America said, first, yeah. baby. Let's pay some bills, man. Uh, let's stop and pay some bills and salute Keatum, man. Thank you, Keatum, for sponsoring the Brilliant Idiots this week. Uh, they partnered with the Brilliant Idiots and Flagrant over at Keatum. They got Delta 8, Delta 9, and Delta 10 hemp-derived, federally legal, and packs of blissful buzz within each bite, all right? You're going to love the taste. If you like edibles like I do, you're definitely going to love these. You're going to love the high and no need for a medical card. Right now, you can go to shopketum.com and use code IDIOTS for 25% off your entire order. And if you're not sure about Delta THC products, Ketum has an offer just for you. They know you're going to love their gummies, crispy treats, disposable pins, and Ketum products. Free shipping is also available, so head on over to shopketum.com and type in code IDIOTS at checkout for 25% off. That's shopketum, K-E-T-U-M.com, and code IDIOTS for 25% off your Ketum stash today. Let's enjoy the rest of the episode. All right, uh, we got any church announcement shows? Yo, um, yes, we do have a church announcement, man. Shout out to everybody that watched Underdogs, man. Mm. Number one movie on Prime right now. Shout out to Big Snoop. Yo, how old were you supposed to be in that movie, yo? Two ages. Two ages. So they have me when I'm young. Thanks for watching. And then they have, <laughs> and then they have me when I'm when I'm like 20 years later. No, I have a, I'm watching. I'm, I'm planning to watch it this weekend. I just I saw the clip of you looking old though. Yeah, I love that. I love that sentence he just said. What? I'm gonna plan to watch it this weekend. No, I, I am. I'm not gonna watch it this weekend. But this weekend I will plan to watch it. No, and then maybe in the future. You know, you know what fucked me up? Watch. I'm gonna tell you what fucked me up. Yep. I went to go watch it this weekend. Yeah. And then I saw that. The Marvels was on Amazon Prime, and I hadn't watched the Marvels yet. What's the Marvels? The Marvels with uh, the, the, Brie, the, the women from Marvel. But I'm watching. I'm well, watching they gave the girl week. one to Amazon. Huh? <laughs> I'm watching it Disney, this weekend. Disney didn't want that one. No, no, no. It's on. Disney. It comes out Disney. No, next week it comes out on Disney. Oh, it's on. Yeah, I, I didn't realize Prime Video be having like all the movies like still that's in theaters and shit. Oh, Only if that. they have a deal with them. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I saw it out there. I'm like, oh, shit. I thought it was on Disney Plus. So I watched it. And then I'm watching the underdog this weekend. Thank you, bro. No, I'm watching it this weekend. Thank you. Let me tell you how you just pitched my uh, film. <laughs> Yo, I was going to watch your shit. Then I saw some shit I wanted to watch more. So. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. Then, then I saw the Marvel movie that did the worst ever. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the worst. That shit was good, Marvel though. <laughs> Man, stop. Y'all friended on that. Y'all watched that shit. I was like, why do people hate this Yo, shit? Support Snoop, bro. I'm worried. I'm supporting you and Snoop and Kenya. <laughs> Yeah, okay. shout out Kenya, man. Who who um who did a CGI kiss in this one? Show. <laughs> yeah. I know I need to give I need to give some good drama with this one, man. Shit, I wish I had some good, but I don't even have any good behind the scenes. I really don't have Come any. Come on, good. man, make the movie pop, yo. Which, you all made right, it. let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Hold on. Hold Everybody on. Everybody started buttoning it up around show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't give me nothing, bro. They don't give me nothing. <laughs> yo, Benzino. Shout out to Benzino. Benzino had. One of the best usages of the word cracker I heard in a long time. Ooh, give me. He called Eminem a cracker on crack. 
on his new diss record. We can, <laughs> you should insert this. The funniest shit, right? We're talking. First of all, I thought the diss record was dope. I ain't gonna I was like, damn. You know, it's, it's one of those things where you like you're not expecting it to be dope, yeah. right? But then you hear it and you like, oh no, bitch, you know, kind of got off on this a little bit, right? So he called him a crack on crack. Cracker on crack, who rap? I hate black in the show. Invade our cultures, then insult us. Time you get exposed. Man, I was laughing about it on Breakfast Club. So under the video of the Breakfast Club video, somebody goes, Charlamagne is so fucking racist. What if I said to him, uh, a, 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 a nigga on Snickers? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> a, a cracker on crack? A, snick, a nigga on Snickers? What the fuck? It didn't make no sense, yeah. but that shit was funny. Yeah, when man. I read it, <laughs> a nigga Damn, on Snickers. As if niggas is addicted to Snickers. So, um, so wait, Eminem and Benzino are beefing again? Again. Maybe they never stopped. We just uh, we just started paying attention again. <laughs> um, I want to tell everybody, make sure you go out there and pre-order Alice Randall's book, man. Alice Randall has a book coming out called My Black Country, A Journey Through Country Music's Black Past, Present, and Future. Uh, it is the next release off my book imprint, Black Privilege Publishing with Simon & Schuster. It will be out uh, on April 9th, 2024, but you can pre-order right now. I actually just went to go look at it. It's the top new release in country music in, in pre-order. So uh, thank you. To everybody who's been pre-ordering uh, My Black Country by Alice Randall, okay? I saw T-Pain talking about how he uh, has written a bunch of country songs and he didn't even, uh, he never used to put his name on it, on the credits because of the racism that exists in country music. So he Whoa. was like, man, I'd rather get these checks so I don't want nobody to know I'm writing these records. Play the clip, Taylor, let's hear it. Good music <laughs> is good music. I don't give a where it come from or what style it come in. All the people I know like feel like it's not cool to listen to other genres of music. Country music is where I get all my harmony. Country and gospel music. That's where that's where all my har harmonies come from. I don't wrote a lot of country songs. Stop taking credit for it because as as cool it is to see your name in those credits like that, the racism that comes after it is just like, I'll just take the check. <laughs> don't put me on that. Yo, I'll just take man, the check, bro. bro. Never mind, dude. You know what I mean? I wonder if that racism still exists, though, because I, when I think about, you know, black country, of course, the first person comes to my mind is Darius Rucker. Yes. 843, Charleston, South Carolina, Let's all day. Go. Booty and the fucking blowfish. Wagon but then, wheel. But then also, there's been so many dope black artists that have been coming out in the country over the last couple of years. Hell Kane yeah. Brown comes to mind. Met Kane last year at the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Yep. Um, look up some others, Taylor. Also, uh, <laughs> what's the other guy's name? Jelly Roll? Yeah, he's, no. He's an honorary. No, but shout out to Jelly. Nah, what's that motherfucker? Right, ain't no pride thing. in country music, Chris. Ain't no mountain. Oh, Charlie, Pri Charlie Pride Black? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's older, though. I'm talking about, like, new artists. Yeah, yeah, like, new people. Kane Brown is new. Um, Little Nas X. He ain't not country. You think he's country? Started, Why not? Started as country. Oh, let me look it up. I was just looking at this shit this morning. But was... Morgan uh, Wallen. Yo, 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 yo. Morgan Wallen's you black. Know, no, guy's... you missed that one. You missed that one, Charles. <laughs> you missed Too that late? One. No, no, Taylor, Too had, late. Taylor had a good one. Taylor, Taylor. Who? Name him, Taylor. No, say who you just said, Taylor. Say who you just said. No, say who you just said was a great black country artist. Who? Oh, look at my bike. No, she said Tim McGraw. I never regret it. I thought you just said country. Kane Brown, Jimmy Allen, Allison Russell. I thought you just said. Amistis Kaya. I'm sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. Britney Spencer. You know, it's the... Shy Carter. There's a lot of dope black country singers out. So I wonder if T-Pain uh, still feels like that. But I'm saying all that to say, make sure you go pre-order My Black Country by Alice Randall, A Journey Through Country Music's Black Past, Present, and Future, the next release off uh, Black Privilege, Crap Privilege Publishing. Thank you, uh, 
Alice. What's a song you were shocked to find out the singer wasn't the race you expected them to be? Um, uh, man, I was just singing this shit the other day. Walking uh, in Memphis? Uh, no. What was the song I was singing on the radio, Taylor? I was just singing this shit, man. Color Me Bad. Was a- Not color me bad. They wasn't all white though. They was black too. I was just singing this shit the other day. What was it? it oh, was a, are you talking about? It was a song about. I don't want no attention. That song. <laughs> you were singing that song. <laughs> you were singing his song. What race <laughs> did you think was singing that song? <laughs> I don't want no attention. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hold on. Who, who, what color? That's actually Jack Harlow, though. It is Jack Harlow. <laughs> I'm surprised Jack didn't get more smoke. Yo, for that, how did though. Jack get Even away though with I don't that? think he should have got smoke, just in this woke era of everybody being so sensitive, I'm mad people wasn't mad about that shit. Yeah. Man. Just because. That's white privilege. Black artists can't sing that. I don't want no whip. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. Man, what was the song? I'm going to be mad as fuck. I can't remember this. So I was just singing. It's an old song, too, that everybody likes, man. Bobby Caldwell? Yes, Bobby Caldwell. How do you know? I just looked it up. Yes, what's the name of it? Uh, What Would You Do For Love? What would you do, do for love? No, he's got a few. Bobby got a few. You tried everything and you won't give up. I was just thinking that shit. Soul, bro. I was like, damn, Bobby Caldwell was white. White people invented soul, man. You know why else I didn't know was white? I didn't know Queen was white. But Queen cuts both ways, too. What you mean? They gay? (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah, but but he's also Pakistani. Well, he's no, he's actually, uh, he grew up in Zim, uh, Zanzibar. Zanzibar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yep, yep, yep. Zoroaster. How do you say it? The, Zoroastrian? Yeah, Zoroaster. But he's from Pakistan or India. His, yeah, India. So yeah. I grew up, thought Queen was white, which they are, but he's not. You probably thought they were black, right? If you I thought up, they were like, black. Another one bites the dust. Or yeah, another like one that. bites the dust. dust. Uh, mm. Another one bites we dust. will, we will rock. That's not them. That That's queen? white rhythm, bro. That's queen, right? Mm. Y'all hate. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. I thought they was black. Y'all fucking. I met hate. them actually. I met them some years ago. I met uh, both of them. It was two. I don't know how many yeah, left. Yeah, one of Before them died, died of fucking AIDS. Freddie Mercury. Yeah, he yeah, died, died of AIDS. Like I met two of them then. Uh-huh. Ryan May, <laughs> probably the guitarist. Big how many Mary. of them? It's three of them. It was three of them, right? Four, no. Three left. It's three. I met two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freddie Mercury. He's like. I mean, he's in Zanzibar. He's everywhere. He's God in Zanzibar. Really? He's from there. No. Yeah. Well, he His family moved around, there. but yeah, yeah, yeah. They claim they claim Freddie Mercury big yeah. time in Zanzibar. Yeah, of course. Yeah, big time. I mean, he's a beast. Like that band is incredible. Let's talk about uh, huh? Do I have what? Surprise artist. That I wait, that I was shocked. Yeah. Oh yes. Uh, well, art, was, you said artists that you were shocked were white. Yeah. Kanye West. No, I know <laughs> Kanye is white. <laughs> no, no. Um, I was shocked at uh. uh the performers of uh, the ceasefire now song oh my god i was shocked to find out they were white did i couldn't fathom that that they yeah. were just white michael mcdonald yeah. i kind of knew michael was white really? but what's the song yeah uh keep forgetting keep forgetting oh Forgetting. He's white. Yeah. Is there anybody yeah, not I, white? I, you know what? Though? I never thought. I never Name thought. Name someone not black. white that makes good music. Because at this point, I'm like, I think we the only ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really think everybody the had only wild ones. soul back then. You yes. Know we invented soul. Y'all didn't die. Stop. Who invented it? John, John B. I thought it was black. Nah. nah. I mean, I saw John B. Phil Collins. I thought was. Oh, dude, 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 dude. I thought he was Asian, actually. 
I could see you dumbing in the air. See, spy now. Of course. He did the Lion King soundtrack. Phil Collins? Duh. Oh, yeah. Zimba. Yo. Wait, what? what? No, that's me. Hold on. You didn't know White did the whole Lion King soundtrack? He did. He did know Phil Collins did the Lion King soundtrack. In the jungle. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, I thought it was Elton John that did the Lion King. No. Elton John didn't do the Lion King soundtrack. Yo, it's Phil Collins, man. In the jungle. You ever heard the remix of the song, the collaboration Elton John and Phil Collins did? What is it? I see it coming. You didn't see that shit? You never seen that shit? I see it coming through the air the night. He's like this. He's like. He's waving people off. <laughs> free catch. Free catch. <laughs> Phil, that's a freaky song when you think about it. He said, I see it coming. I can feel it coming. <laughs> God, what is that song about? You know it's about. Look what that song is about, yo. These songs be having some freaky-ass hidden messages that we don't know about. It's not yo. even hidden. They're out in the open, bro. I can see it coming in the air tonight. In the God, air tonight. Damn. That means you was laying on your back, and she was on top of you going crazy, and then uh. she got up, and then that shit just squirted. You like... Oh no! I see it coming in the air tonight. Look at them lips, dude. That's a you no. Know, <laughs> you don't have no lips. That's how you know you're white. Thick lips. He got them thick you know lips. He got them thick banana suckers. He's still alive. How old is he? he got to be like 80, 70. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. He calls him God. Oh, oh Lord. Lord. Mm. What is the song about? Google I've been about. waiting for this moment for all of my life. A man who's Chris, great. get the fuck out of here. Oh, really? Lord. Wait, what's it about? Look, it says right here. Contrary to popular belief, the story that Collins watched is a man. Whoa, 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 whoa. Come on, whoa, son. Don't whoa, stop whoa. right there. Whoa, son. whoa. You about to... Man, I don't even want to talk about it. Nah, I'm good on that. <laughs> what is this about? <laughs> it shit got too dark, man. Contrary to popular belief. Oh, no, no, no. I don't even read it. <laughs> That's wild. That's what that shit is about? Oh, it's not true. It's not true. Oh, it's not true. Yeah, yeah, it's not well, true. Well, you read, you read, must have read farther down. Yeah, than I, I did, did read farther than you. First of all, if that's what you witnessed, why the fuck didn't you do something? Why was you just standing there watching? <laughs> well, if you told me you were drowning, I would not lend a hand. I've seen your face before, my friend, but I don't know if you know who I am. Go, go. Well, I was there and I saw Collins, what you did. I Collins saw has stated in an interview. Wipe off that grin. I know where you've been. It's all been a pack of lies. Collins said in an interview they didn't write it with anything particular in mind. He was dealing with a recent divorce, and he was very angry. Also, the lyrics were completely spontaneous. Fuck out of here. Nah, bro. Sure, right. He shared this shit a real story on Jimmy Fallon. Uh, let's hear it. Oh, he white. <laughs> That's AI, bro. That guy's not white. Dude. That's AI. That's a black man. Look at him. That's AI, bro. <laughs> Look at the commercials are black. Everything is black. That's with AI, Phil bro. Collins, bro. Phil? Uncle Phil, Collins, black ass name. <laughs> Collins. Who lives on Collins Street? Black people. <laughs> Look at this. Even the way he's sitting, black as hell. Polo <laughs> so unbuttoned stupid, all man. black. <laughs> Wrote a book, black as fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Album, plays drums, black. You need rhythm to do that. Is this true that this is what happened? This is what I heard. You were you were on you were outside at night and there's a dot you saw somebody saw someone drowning yeah. and he didn't yeah and he let him uh <laughs> drown he let him drown and you go oh, yeah. and you watch the man basically murder somebody and then so instead of calling the authorities 
you invited the man, the stranger to your concert. It's and then you shone a light on him. You yeah. showed, yes, you shone a light on him. And you sang in the air. Then you go, I know what you did, buddy. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> that is the best story I've ever heard of. I know. Unfortunately, none of it's true. I was just pissed off. You know, I was angry. Um, At what? Well, you know, you, you go through a divorce and. Uh, yeah. Talk that shit. You yeah. know, sometimes it's like. Please, I love you, I love you, I love you. Don't hang up, don't hang up. And then it's like, well, you. Yeah. And then, of course, that's when a song like In the Air Tonight comes out. There's obviously yeah. a lot of anger in there. That's when that drum fill comes in. By the time the end of the program comes, you'll be good at this. It's not me I'm worried about. Don't play part love. Let me hear it. You don't understand. He really has been stressing about this for like months. Um, were you, are, are you doing it? I know you're going on tour right now. But are, are well, you going I'm doing some shows, yeah. London, yeah, Paris, uh, Germany. All right, shout out to Phil Collins, man. You know what I mean? Not incriminating himself. You know, he's like, man, I was just mad as fuck. He's been That's around, all. bro. Let's, uh, he's been around. Let's talk about uh, the good brother Shannon Sharp. Salute to Shannon Sharp. Yo, he saw the light, man. Shout out to Uncle Shannon. We love you. We appreciate you. I'm glad that you're seeing the reality of the world. I'm glad that a lot of people are open to the reality of the world, especially Taylor. Let's hear what OG okay, so Shannon Sharp has to like, say. So you didn't feel the type of way that he basically... So uh, let's play the clip for Salute to Shannon Sharp, too. Shannon Sharp and uh, Ocho Cinco. Salute to y'all with the them, nightcap. Eight, the 15-year-old eyeballs. Ocho, she... Let's, the okay, same, let's, let's the put the context before we play. Hold on. What was the headline, Taylor? This is Hollywood Unlocked. Salute to Hollywood Unlocked. My man Jason Lee running for councilman in Stockton. Uh, Shannon Sharp says Beyonce doesn't move the needle for the NFL like Taylor Swift. God damn. God damn. Play the clip. Play the clip, Taylor. Same feeling. Yes. I love Beyonce. Beyonce ain't moving the needle like this chick. Ocho? No. You no, you tripping, Ocho. This girl, this ask the chat. She's the closest, thing, she's chat, the closest thing to moving the needle like Michael Jackson that we've seen. This is it. Whoa, I, Ocho, these eight fifteen-year-old eyeballs. Go on, Sorry, I'm late. The same, the same. Let's go, Ocho. Ocho, I love Beyonce. Beyonce ain't moving the needle like this chick, Ocho. No, you know you. All right, listen, man. Listen, we've already exhausted this topic on Brilliant yes, Idiots. Yeah, we don't have to harp on it. I, people are saying, oh, he stole your take. You can't steal the truth. The truth exists. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is the White House white? It's white. And I, I didn't say it first. It was a little bit, but who, what, what it says? Jelly Roll tried to go. I didn't see Jelly Roll say that. Jelly Roll said that? I thought Shannon Sharp said that. I thought Shannon no. Sharp compared Taylor to MJ. No, Jelly Roll was just asking a question the same thing. Oh, which which also Andrew said that. Of oh, course, you know, yeah, last, yeah. Last year. Shannon said that, that you know, he, uh, she is the closest thing we got to MJ. He's right. He's seeing the light. That's all the thing is. He's I don't think light. anybody's close to MJ, bro. Well, y'all need to watch MJ's documentary on fucking. Um, she's the closest. Doc- what is that? What, what network is that on, Michael Chris? Jackson that we've seen. That's what she says. That's the what Uncle Thriller said. Huh? He's not though. But she is though. No man, MJ was an anomaly, bro. MJ, there's never. I've never seen anything that like MJ. When we talk about comparing people mm-hmm. to MJ, you only can bring up Jesus, bro. Tell him, man. When Jesus was alive, people didn't even like him. They didn't like MJ either. Yeah, they did. Oh, they did, I guess. He sold 100 million records. <laughs> well, are y'all only basing it off of the numbers? Not said, like... Man, I'm basing it off the way they used to treat MJ. Michael Jackson was different, bro. 
Nah, but they treat Taylor like this. Man. Not really. Like no, they don't. I love Beyonce too. I'm a, I love Beyonce. Here's the thing: I'm not having this debate no more because it's silly at this point. Beyonce was know. at every Brooklyn Nets game. Nobody even knew. Yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor goes to one football game. The whole world shuts down. I do have a theory. They I, rooting against her. This poor girl. I do have a theory about the NFL and Taylor Swift, though. I think that a lot of people who already watch the NFL, yeah. their daughters are tuning into the NFL yeah. with the parents, with the father now, yeah. because Taylor Swift... So she's creating family time. She's creating bonding. That's, yeah, yeah. And, and then we still hating on this girl. They say... She's being a great girlfriend. We still hating on her. The amount of criticism she, this girl gets. She generated 2 million female viewers. I, how, do they, how do they know that, though? Like, how do they know those 2 million viewers came from... They be making fucking, shit up. Uh, it's probably Taylor 5 Swift. million, bro. And I hate, I hate <laughs> the fact that... <laughs> I hate the fact that last year, the, the Super Bowl had 113 million viewers. It's going to do the same thing this year. It's the fucking Super Bowl, guys. But it might it's be It's the more. most watched thing in America ever. It will be more with Taylor, especially with Taylor's involved. The thing is that... How are you going to criticize this woman supporting her men? That's what I... That's what I don't understand. Because they haven't committed yet. Why are we making such a commitment to them when they haven't committed to themselves? Okay. I you on my side. When it becomes back. When, when it becomes that back. When it becomes Travis, my, whatever this was, I'm pulling that. When shit it becomes back. Travis Kelsey Swift and Taylor Swift Kelsey, then let's get serious nah, about discussing bro. them. Nah, she's all supporting right? her man. Don't we all want to be supported like that? Don't we all want our girls to care about the things we do? Understand. Exactly, Siri. Seriously, I'm not sure she understands. Like, oh, I'm not sure I understand what the fuck. We're not gonna understand about. what Taylor gonna say either. But just go, Taylor. Go say that shit. I don't think people are well. People are upset with Taylor, but I feel like people are more upset with the media because they keep panning to her. Well, they keep panning her because NFL. People see her. NFL. I'm telling you right now, if y'all pan to Taylor Swift once during Usher's performance, <laughs> I'm with Cap, yo. I'm telling you that right you now. You a cat? I'm with fucking you, cat. You gonna beg for your job back <laughs> over there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. gonna... I'm taking he's, a he's fucking on, knee. He's on both okay. knees now. I'm taking... Please, Mr. Cattell, please give me a shot. I'm taking a fucking knee if y'all pan the Taylor at any point during Usher's performance show. That shit would be disrespectful as fuck. You think Usher's gonna play Ceasefire now? No. By the by the Holland Tunnel no, game? No. <laughs> you don't think you don't think Usher's gonna do his cover no. of Ceasefire now by the Holland Yo, Tunnel by game? By the way, I think if you notice, unless I'm I, I haven't noticed it, I ain't seen nobody in the NFL stand up for no causes this year. Not one. You ain't seen nothing. Like nobody in the NFL, unless I haven't been paying attention. I watch I've watched football every week. I haven't seen nobody stand up for nay cause. They squashed that shit out real quick, yeah. Yo, do you know who created the uh, the people putting causes on their cleats? Who? Brandon Marshall. Shout out to Brandon. Brandon Marshall. Oh, did he, oh, did he put mental health on his cleats? Yeah, back That's in the day. He, he, he did it, and they I think they, they either told him he couldn't wear it or something like that, and then they ended up having a whole meeting about it, and next thing you know, the NFL was running out, uh, doing the whole cleat. The and cleat how thing. nice was football this year without having to deal with that? I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I, That's I, what I'm saying. I, I mean, it you, just let us focus on the game. You know what I mean? We're just able but to But Taylor Swift won't let us focus on the fucking game. That's bro. on y'all dick riding her so much. She is so bad. <laughs> dick riding Taylor. They are Leave dick Taylor riding alone, Taylor, yo. Man. She's just trying to support her man. They are dick riding the fuck out of Bring Taylor. Bringing families man. together, supporting her man, like this poor girl. It's unbelievable, man. The most famous Taylor in the world. Taylor made the name famous, yo. Like, I don't even know any other Taylors other than Taylor Swift. You know any other Taylors? Nope. Nah. And I, I mean, Taylor is the biggest Taylor. Period. I'm Here's the reality: like, Taylor is the whitest Taylor that white girl name ever. That's the thing. You think so? After Taylor Swift, Taylor became the whitest white girl name. You're right. 
If right. you name Taylor, you pretty much a Caucasian right. person. Honestly, <laughs> if you're a if you're a black Taylor, yeah. there shouldn't be an apartment you can't get in New York. If you pick up the phone and call and be like, "Yo, my name is Taylor," they don't even care what your last even name is. Even if your last name is Jenkins or something Jackson, like that, it Jefferson. don't matter. You're white. Nah, you're white. Taylor, you ta- you a Taylor? You're a Taylor. You you top notch, top of the food chain. Yeah, you really are. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you can't get what you want with the name Taylor, you just suck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> low key, that's facts. Um, Fucking bunch of crackers running around. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. What? Cracker? Don't look at me like that. Excuse me. Oh, shit. Taylor. Yo. Oh, shit. So oh, what? Well, 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 I forgot I about you, y'all yo. show your age. That was the most what? corniest what? dad joke what? I ever even... What was the dad joke? What was the dad joke? Come on. You being a real fuck That was mad corny. You acting like a monkey I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to do it. I want you to try again. Tell the people what you asked the GYN. I didn't ask you. Yes, she did. She fucking asked, I didn't ask She fucking asked. Yo, Charlamagne. Charlamagne, God be watching you. Why do you be lying like this? She asked the GYN. And she came in excited about it. Hyped to my GYN said, my discharge is honorable. I'm like... How do you lie like this? There's no way. That God is watching you. You have to go home at night and you pray. And God is probably looking at you, turning like turning over. And God is laughing. I can see him in my head. God is staring in my head right now. That lie was ridiculous. That was the lie. I thought he was joking, but the way you're getting defensive, I I think that's crazy. What was the lie? Hey. I can't believe you just lie like that. What was the lie? You're dangerous, especially when you was in high school or something. Oh my god! Yo, honky chew. Yo, that's crazy. White people are crazy, yo. White people are crazy. White people named Taylor are insane. Yo, you got white women. Yo, we got to start calling white women Taylors and not Karens, yo. Yo, for real. That was wild. What you did to me you just need to now. Chill out. That was <laughs> wild, Taylor. Yeah. Speaking All right, can you wild. do your little memes for the week, you honky? Yo, I can I can throw a honky out there. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I got what a was great this? honky. The Kanye. This was whack. Yeah, let's move on. This was really. Whack. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> it was whack. It, I mean, like you snatched the camera right, there, from this the one right here is what I'm talking whack. about. The woman can't fit in the airline seat. Let's have this discussion. This is good. <laughs> this is good. Cause I got a different discussion. God. Yeah. What in the fuck is going on? <laughs> What's her name? Grace Bond? <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> what do you mean, why did we both have it? Do you see that? She's built like a funny mirror. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> do you see this clown like body that this girl got? This is insane. <laughs> IG model Grace Bond. Oh, she's Gracie an IG Bond. model. Yeah. Shares PSA to airlines, request biggest seats because her butt doesn't fit. Is that her real butt? I don't know, it but look like it is. No, I'm sure there's plenty of dudes offer. I never heard of this woman ever. Come on, that's not her real butt. Is she Clearly. big? Is she like a big woman? I don't know. Is nah, she like it's white girls? Is she a plus size that's model? That's that honk. That's that honk. It looks like she was a big girl, and then she just got like lipo or something. Oh, so she took the fat from everywhere else and yeah. shoved it right back in her ass. Here's the thing: why do Genius. why why do people want the airline <laughs> to get bigger seats? The same reason why you pay extra to sit in the front. So, so she should buy more. two seats. Yeah, she should buy more seats. 
or buy the first class seat. Here's the problem: you can't first buy, class seat. That's the first class can't even hold that. You can't buy more seats because if you don't check in for your flight, they give your seat to someone else. So you can't even buy extra seats. But then they do have some airlines allow you to buy the seat next to you if it's close enough to the flight and it's not sold out. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. that's an option. I just don't agree. I just don't like. Here's the thing: like her, clearly her body is not like everybody else's. Like, and I mean, there is nobody's body who's all the same, right? But, but there shit. is a. The airline makes these seats for like a range, Fuck. right? That shit is that shit is for. I think she gotta buy. <laughs> she gotta buy an extra yo, seat. Yo, <laughs> yo, Charlotte, let's just keep it a buck, bro. I don't know. That shit is for. No, nothing about that. <laughs> yo, yo, come on, Charlotte. I'm a married man. Come on, I'm married too. No. I'm not saying I'm gonna. But someone gotta get behind that. Nah, someone no. got to. That's yo, Taylor. You gotta bit. strap one on. That's going to swallow any dick. That right there? Yeah. That's going to swallow any dick? I don't feel like how big it is. I don't feel like a dick could be able to reach the pussy, though. What do you mean? I what just feel you... like... What does her butt got to do with her vagina? Yeah, the vagina's underneath. I just feel like the butt's going to block it too much. <laughs> she might have <laughs> a shallow vagina. <laughs> you can lift it up. Get that shit out the way. Yeah, but still lift... I just... Stop confusing Taylor about her vagina. Didn't we learn last week she doesn't know much about her vagina, yo? No, I... Well, maybe that's why it's so dishonorably destroyed. What was that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Charlamagne heard it. Son, you gotta change this video. I can't concentrate right now. I want to be that yeah. fucking yeah. salute to her, man. I don't. Know, I don't know what to tell her other than you gotta get two seats. Like you, you know your build. What oh. is her build? How would you describe it? Mm -hmm. I mean, she just has, she has a build that can't fit in one airline seat. So if you got that kind of build, you gotta get two seats. This guy. Yo, what, what is she built like, bro? And stop playing games. I'm married. <laughs> I know you're married. What does that mean, pants are too tight, fellas? What does that mean? <laughs> yo, yo, relax, yo. What's that mean? So this lady was... Um, Juanita, was Dr. Juanita Bynum. Y'all gotta stop. Let me see. Pants too tight. Them, them, them little bitty suits is worrying me. <laughs> them ones that have waters is cut all up in here, too. So we can count how many you got down there. Something is wrong. Little jackets that shoot Lil look like you just put on little Ray Ray's clothes or something and came to church. I'm not hearing y'all talk to me. To the point even your little dance scare me. The way you shout scare me. Your knees too close to be a man. Oh, I'm not getting nobody to talk to me right now. Maybe I got to look down here on the monitor because... Let me get that gets tipping when you shout. Open up your legs and shout like a man. <laughs> <laughs> this girl's gay. <laughs> Why you mad? Yo, this girl's gay. Why you mad? Talking about us, yo. Let us wear our high waters. Let us wear our tight pants, gay girl. Close your legs up. You a woman. I don't understand what's going on. I don't know. This is church? Yes. Yo, He's church a is pastor. Well, salute to Juanita Bynum, man. I don't know what the hell's happening there. Um, but, you know, maybe men wear too tight suits. A lot of times when you see people with too tight clothes on, it's because um, they haven't realized they're gaining weight. And they think that it fits the way it's supposed to. Come on, and sometimes man. they need a reminder from people like Dr. Juanita Bynum to let them know to uh, either get a bigger suit or lose some goddamn weight. That's my take. God damn, Charlemagne. What? <laughs> There's a lot of disgusting fat people out there that might be offended by that. Well, <laughs> yo. Buy two airline seats. God damn it. No, but um, 
Oh, John can... Stewart returned to the Daily Show. Did we talk about that? Now, 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 now. This, I want to be celebratory of this, but at the same time, I thought that could have been your seat, my boy. He's only doing Monday. Oh, 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 oh. I mean, oh. I, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying that, that. That don't have nothing to do with me. I'm just saying John's only doing Monday. John's doing Mondays. He's executive producing. Uh, Tuesday through Thursday, the shows will be hosted by a rotating lineup of the show's correspondents who will share hosting. Duties. I think they should do Wednesday for John. Monday, no stories came out. Just nah, yet. you got the whole weekend. What Monday's a great time. Weekend? Everything. Monday's a great time to start the week off. Well, Monday is, what do you mean? Like oh, hold on. We're not going to move past that sentence. What? Monday's a great time to start the week off. Yeah. It is. That is when you the set week the starts off. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes he says shit and y'all don't pick up and I feel, I feel gaslit. I feel gaslit. Okay. Friday is a great day to end the week. <laughs> <laughs> Just I don't know, man. I always thought Wednesday was like a great middle of the week for everybody. <laughs> man, you know what I'm saying? That's just my personal opinion. So I think Monday's a great day to start the week. <laughs> no, man. I'm just glad John's gonna be back in the conversation. Um You don't think that's setting it up like it's bad for the other hosts? Because everybody's just going to compare the day John do it to the day. The step other. your fucking game up. But yeah. I mean, step your fucking game yo, up. This, yo, man, if you it was sports, that's what it would word be. Word up. You, 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 don't, you don't tell other players on the team to hey, be man, worse. If LeBron drops 30, 10, and 12 at fucking 38 years old, you know, you, that don't mean, that means you, that gives you a pass to not be great. No, you go out there and be great. That's what I, I mean, I would, I would love it. I see John on Monday. That would give me energy, like, oh, shit. I know I how I'm coming. love it. I would just put him on Wednesday, but I love it. I love it. I love it. I think that it's so cool because I asked John when I saw him once at the Comedy Cellar. I was like, hey, man, I just got to know. Was there a little part of you that wished that you stayed on for one more year so you could have been there for a Trump uh, campaign mm -hmm. and a, camp, uh, a Trump election cycle? That first kind of, you know. And uh, he was like, no, I'm good with my life. I just wanted to do all my things. And it was time to retire. It was taking so much time. That being said, I wanted that. I wanted yeah, 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 yeah. for a Trump mm -hmm. election. This is a great year for him to be be, yeah. be, be back around. Um, and he only has to do one day a week. This is perfect. One day a week. And I think that, you know, we need more voices that we can trust. Yes. Especially in an era where you, this, this year, where you're going to see a lot of AI and a lot of misinformation. Like, I think it's good for American people to have a voice we know we can absolutely trust. And I mean, say what you want. John has always been very objective. A lot of people try to say he's more left-leaning now. I, I don't necessarily see it. I still see the nuance, you know, conversation and him able to, to be able to be objective and talk about things from both sides. Um, yeah, I'm happy John Stewart is back. So check him out Monday nights on Comedy Central on The Daily Show. What day does he start? February what? February 12th. February 12th. Yeah, I'm with it. Um, what else we got? I feel like we're missing something. Oh, Nikki Haley. How was Nikki? Nikki on Breakfast Club. It was a good conversation. Um, I enjoyed it. You know, I, I enjoy. I just enjoyed the conversation. She was there for like an hour. And how did it? Okay. What, first of all, what are you asking her about? Like, what are your tough questions for her? Um, let me see some of the stuff that's currently going 
viral. Let me see. What was some of the stuff? She, uh, let's look it up. Let's look it up, guys. Uh, one of the headlines I see on Politico, Nikki Haley says a Kamala Harris presidency should, 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 should send chills up everybody's spine. Uh, Nikki Haley calls Trump toxic and latest rebuke. They say this has been her sharpest criticism of him to date. Mm. Uh, Nikki, oh, USA Today just posted just five minutes ago. Nikki Haley weighs in on whether Trump mocking her name was racist on Breakfast Club. Nikki Haley says Texas can secede from the U.S. if it wants to, but isn't going to. That was ABC News. But yeah, I mean, it was a lot of different things. That, anyway, she said that Texas should secede? Well, back in 2010, somebody asked her about should states be able to secede, you know, from, from America? And she said, yeah, because it's in the Constitution. And then, you know, this week, Greg Abbott was flirting with secession, you know? And um, I just asked her, I said, yo, if, if Texas was to do something like that over the border thing, right? Because they're, they're upset about the border. If, if they were to do something like that, would you use force, you know, to keep Texas yes, we as would. part of America? Yes, Texas. She, no, she, well, she said you would. She said you don't ever use force on other Americans. I was like, I don't mean military force. I just meant like, would you be strong about it? I think I did mean military Yeah, you force. did. That's <laughs> what force is. Yeah. Did. And absolutely, we would. we've done it before. South, 18, South y'all not going nowhere. 1860. South, y'all not going nowhere. All right? <laughs> y'all not going no fucking But then if they broke away and then... It wouldn't happen. If they still sent migrants into America, now is that like uh, <laughs> international crisis? There's already fucking... Who'd you say was there now, Chris? Uh, give them the mic. Texas National Texas Rangers. Say, grab the mic, Chris. Chris said Chuck Norris and them are at the fucking... Um, <laughs> I think the Texas Rangers are already down there. Okay, Nolan Ryan, Chuck Norris, who else? Well, here's the thing. They have every right to defend the border. Like, it is illegal that people are crossing the border. Mm -hmm. I hate this idea that, like... I hate hate this idea that people are positioning it as if uh, they're doing something wrong by defending the border. They're doing the thing that they're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. We have a border patrol agency that literally stops people from crossing the border. Mm -hmm. Borders are what make a country a country. So... It's not in any way racist. It's not in any way wrong to defend a border. That's literally what they should be doing. And if Biden is is uh, hurting their ability to do so, then of course that they should object. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, I agree. So then, what's the deal? You don't want one branch of law enforcement or military pursuing one agenda while the federal military is doing another. But what's the agenda of the federal military? Are you saying they're trying to keep the border open? Because I don't like that either. Again, I like illegal immigrants, but make it fucking hard. (laughs) Because I just want the ones that really want it. I want a wall. I want a moat. I want fucking barbed wire. I want some arrows. Like, whatever it fucking takes. Because when they get in, now we have, as Trump said, their best. Man, Schultz is like, fuck Grand Theft Auto 6. We need that goddamn... uh, Border. That border, border wall, that border, border wall one, that border wall, border wall one, <laughs> border wall one, make escape, it hard as fuck to get in. Yo, and that if might you get be in, dope. That's it. Escape to America, a if, fucking video game. But that's it. And if you get <laughs> in, that would be kind of fire, yo. That would be kind of dope. Can can we all agree if they get From in? The creators of Grand Theft Auto. That's it. But if you get in, you get citizenship. That's it. Escape to America one. Yes. And then we take away any white homeless person. We take away their citizenship. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's clean. That's clean. Is that racist? No. No. Because, 
That's you had every good. opportunity. <laughs> you had every opportunity, Mr. White Homeless yeah. Man. Yeah. Okay? Unless you have mental illness. If you have mental illness, If that's you have fine. mental illness, you got to give him a pass. But if you that's have right. no that's mental right. illness. That's right. That's right. That's right. I, agree. I agree with that. You're white and you have rich parents and you're just cosplaying <laughs> as homeless. Mm. What about vets? It's going. That's mental illness, of course. Mental illness, okay. No, yeah. I don't. Even even if it's not mental illness, I, you know how I feel about veterans. I you feel, always got to take care of veterans. I feel the way America is. You give your life for the country. Up. That's right. That's right. We t- we That's take right. care of you for the rest of your life. It free health care. You, you get should get free everything. room and board. You should get a stipend every month to be able to take care of your bills. You Fuck give your that, life man. for the country. We take care of That's you right. forever. Bro. Free massage, envy memberships. Like give you like, take care of the fucking veterans. Got to take care of the vets. That being said, if you have rich parents, no mental health issues, and you're just cosplaying as homeless and white rappers, we, we take away. Well, 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 well. well unless you, unless you're crazy. nice, unless you're nice, nice. Who defines niceness? Doctor Uma. You got to sit Doctor Uma down and say, Doctor Uma, <laughs> which white rapper yeah. deserves citizenship based off their lyrics, based this off is, skill level? This is a game show. Based off skill this level. This is a game show. Based off skill level, which white rapper deserves citizenship? If Dr. Umar does this game, he will have 27 schools around the country if he wants with the amount of money that he's going to make. Who gives citizenship, though? Let's talk about it. Eminem, he got citizenship. Of course. M got I citizenship. Question about, After yeah, that, it gets a little shaky. Okay, talk to me. Who? Name him. Is Post Malone a rapper to you still? Oh, he's got to get deported. <laughs> if he's still rapping? What if he's a rock star? Uh, if he's if he's transitioning to rock, cool. Okay, so he's a rock star. Okay, yeah. Lil Dicky. Oh. You're deporting Lil Dicky? No, 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 not deporting him. You're Mexicanizing his citizenship? No, 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 no. Not yeah. deporting because it depends. You talk about this rap? Detain him for a little yeah. while. Detain, yeah. yeah. Detain him in the cages? Put him in the Biden cages? Put him in the Biden Obama cages? Put him in the Biden Obama cages? Yeah, I can see. I can We'll get, we're going to get you in, Dickie. Okay. We'll see if there's room. <laughs> we got to see how much you want it. Can you break out of the cage? Now, we're we talking about making TV shows, citizenship. But we're not okay. talking about that. We're talking yeah. about rapping. Just rap. Okay. Uh, Give me but, more. Okay. But we kind of need his rap for the TV show. Jack Harlow. Are we Mexicanizing him? No, no, no. Jack, Jack can get legal citizenship. Legal citizenship. Yeah, Jack don't have to go through the hardships of getting him. What you mean? Because he can spit is what he's He saying. can rap, yeah. I like Jack. Why, Taylor? Do you you, you don't you want to strip his citizenship? Jack, oh man, Jack, if it was up to Taylor, you'd be deported, bro. Yep. That's fucked. That's up. exactly yep. what you said. That's, That's fucked up. up. He's not a rapper. Why can't you just be other rappers? Taylor, 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 I mean, just once. Okay, okay. So <laughs> what black people are we going to take their citizenship away? What do they do? What do black people have to do for us to take away their citizenship? Mm. Also, what do legal Mexican-Americans have to do for us to take away their citizenship? I don't want to play this game no more. Come on, <laughs> yo. It was fun a little while ago. Yeah. Come fun. on, yo. We just getting into it. We just getting into it. It's just not fun. God it's damn just, it, bro. It's just not fun anymore. We have any more ads? Alex? Did you ask Nikki why she changed her name? Nah, because I she didn't change her name. Why do people keep saying that? Her name is like Nimrata or something No, it's like Nimrata Nikki Haley. Her middle name was Nikki? Yes. Like, why do we act oh, like... Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Are you sure? 
Yes, man. Yes. Her name is Nikki is in her name. Yo, can you look that shit up? Because I think yes, Charlamagne just made that shit look up with his up, lying Andrew. ass. I, think, I, I, mean, take Alex, fucking I think they probably anglicized her last thought you'd take your fucking citizenship. Look it up, man. Look it up. I don't know. People act like she just changed her name. Like It's like Ralph Lauren. Yeah, and then Rada Nikki Randawaha Haley. <laughs> like for real. And then um um No, she was born Nimrata Nikki Ronda Hawawa Haley. No, no Haley. No, it's what you mean Nim- no Haley. Haley's our last it's name. It's Nimrata Rondawa. And then she got married to Haley. Right. And then Nikki is just oh, there you go. Yeah, there you anglicizing. Go. Okay, there yeah. you go. Her- and then um Don't do that. He's talking to shoot doobie doo. What's yes. Scoop? <laughs> What's Shoop. Shoop. Shub was saying that Nikki, yeah, we just had a disagreement about something, and then I said he goes, "Yeah, there we go." Anyway, so, <laughs> no, Shub said Nikki means something in um little, little, something like that. No, nah, that's not what he said. And what in Hindi? Shub, what does Nikki mean? Yeah, it means small. It's like um, diminutive. Yeah, because she was the youngest, right? Yeah. Yes. Like, why, where do we get this? This is fake news. Where do we get this shit from? Yo? That's not what? fake news. It is. She changed her name. Like, yo, somebody called the radio station this morning and said, Charlamagne, you need to get on her because she's been pretending to be white all this time. I said, who said that? He said, Donald Trump. I didn't even know she was Indian. That's you. Maybe I'm from South Carolina, so I'm, you know, I've, I've been seeing her. So, I, like, this isn't new to me. Like, it was always a thing. First Indian American governor. Mm-hmm. You know, it was always a thing. It was never not a thing for us. Like, I'll be honest. I don't think she's Indian enough. <laughs> I want her to be more Indian. I wish she would lean into the Indianness. Run, hey, run ISO, man. Go. I'm just Go saying. <laughs> Charlamagne, I'm just saying. Do you want another white lady from South Carolina? Uh, I don't care at this point, man. At this point, I just want somebody reasonable, bro. I want somebody reasonable. And when I say reasonable, I'm talking about reasonable in regards to logic and reasonable in regards to age. Oh, you That's want... That's it. You're kind of ageist, dude. I'm not. Dude, if you're lucky, you're going to get there. I want to, but I won't be running for president. <laughs> I'm trying to be president. I'm fine. I want to get there. I want to be 80 you? plus years old. Can Yo, you be president? Can you even vote? Yeah, I voted. Listen, here's the thing, right? With with with, with President Biden. And Aren't I really you, be thinking uh, about this. Black or whatever? Like, man, shut up, man. <laughs> here's the thing about President Biden. Right? Do they allow that? Like, what why would so you want to be president <laughs> at this point in your life? These are your golden years. Like, because he wants stress to level is help. too high. He wants to help. Yeah, but once you set that goal of, oh, I want to be president one day. It's he like, did it. Yeah, but you got to, a successful president gets two terms. N- not really. Not if your whole role was to be a placeholder. Not if you were supposed to be there for one term and then pass the torch to whoever else. Like, that's why a lot of Democrats are mad. That's the conversation that nobody's having. But that was like the unwritten rule. The unwritten rule, the unwritten plan was you're going to do one term. And then you're going to be out. Oh, and Biden doesn't want to be out? Nah, because it's, it's, it's all legal at this There's point. There's no way he actually still wants to do this. All legal, I think, bro. What Wait, think, for Chris? real? I think that they... Go, go, Chris. You fucking know things. <laughs> Fuck you. God damn. <laughs> Sorry, that was harsh. That was harsh. That was harsh. That was harsh. I was a little hungry. How you right gave somebody I got props, a little hungry. How you gave him a prop and yeah, personality yeah, in yeah, one yeah. sentence? Fuck you. You fucking Chris. know things. Fuck you. Fuck you, damn it. <laughs> shut, shut up. I, okay? I'm, a little, I'm not sure now. Fucking love you, Taylor. <laughs> what do you think, Chris? <laughs> love you, Taylor. I don't know. I mean, my. Taylor, chill out, dude. Chris, oh, come my on. My father's the same age as Biden. He Would looks, you want him running for president? He looks like Biden. I think he could pull it off, but I think it would. 
He does. He actually, my parent, my kids call him by. What does your dad think about the sneakers you're wearing today? How, how does he feel them. about? How them? do you feel about them though? I think that you're the fucking coolest goddamn guy that I know. Adam's the cool I think you have the sickest sneaker collection, the sneaky, sickest sneaker collection of anybody on that side of the camera. I, no, <laughs> oh, fuck it. No, no. no. <laughs> anybody in this room. Of anybody in this I room. I appreciate that. It, I, I put a lot of, uh, you know, talking about getting old, it's very difficult to dress as you're getting old because if you don't try, then you're just the old guy. Yeah, but nah, you're just you're subtle, no, no, and then no, no, you no. kill it with the sneakers. Nah, Everything else is subtle. No. You're not trying hard up top, and then the sneakers, you flex, and then it's just like, yo, I still got it if I want. When you get I'm to a certain to age, Chris, it's all about comfortability. I don't give a f- It's all about being comfortable. You're wearing yeah. Timberlands. You're not even doing a This is comfortable as shit. He's a comfortable. He's a comfortable as shit. Everything I got on is comfortable. I feel like I don't got no underwear on right now, but I do. That's how comfortable I am. I got on Ethica underwear, which is so comfortable. It mm-hmm. makes you breathe easy. I got yeah. on a nice, loose-fitting sweatsuit. With some Tim's on. This is, takes no effort. I know I'm a fashion icon and it looks like I put a lot of effort into what I do, but it's all about comfortability, guys. You look like you're ready for back shots. <laughs> <laughs> Not like this. It's just straight laying down, get on top of me, <laughs> I, I your business. Can I say one thing on the Biden thing, though? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the age. This is the best case I can make. All right, go. He's been doing this his entire life, right? Politics, Washington in the corridors of power negotiating. So we'll stand up be hard for you when you're 79 or 80. It's easier because it's all you know. I'll yeah, but he, you had, well, he has no real up. connection with real people anymore, man. Well, but that's true of everybody. every politician. No, I agree. I agree with that. Donald Trump's never met a real person in his life who didn't work for him. No, I, I agree mean, with that. like, so what? But my thing is, what would be an impossible lift for most people at that age, I think, is lighter for him because it's his entire life. I hear what you're saying. It's like that's the best I can. Yes, 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 yes. You're not worried about it aging him or taxing on him. And also he's being handled. Right. He loves this shit. Yeah. He eats this shit up. It's also let my man take a vacation. Like every time he's on the beach, they're like he spent his whole time on the beach being in the White House. Like I, I stayed at a hotel that was like across the street from it. You can't really go outside. Like, you literally can't when we're in D.C. Like, you cannot go outside because other people are in buildings that can look down into the White House. Mm. Like, I'm not saying I would have done anything, but someone else could have. Yeah. So you're just locked in this little jail. Walk around the gardens or whatever they're called. I could look into the gardens. The Rose Garden. Don't yeah. they do things in the Rose Garden? Huh? You can see the Rose Garden. See everything. Somebody said that. Uh, I don't know if it was Vivek or or somebody, but he, on the pod they were basically like the the managerial class or the institution or whatever you want to call the powers that be that really run American government, right? Don't really care if it's Democrat or Republican. They really care that they're going to go along with the greater vision of America, which is, hey, if we need a war, we go to war. If we need to destabilize a nation, we destabilize a nation. If we need to sell some weapons, we sell some weapons. They don't really care if it's uh, Obama doing it or Bush doing it or Mm -hmm. Clinton doing it or Bush senior doing it. They don't really care. Trump represents someone outside of that system that they can't exactly control. Nikki Haley, obviously, is someone within it. Biden is also someone within it. Career in it. Exactly. So they don't what what they basically said is sometimes they just shift the attention to a different party. So right now it's Nikki and Nikki would essentially serve the same uh, agenda that Biden would serve internationally. Our Trump. Well, 
they, to they're, a certain extent. They're saying that Trump won't play ball, and that's why they don't want that. And that's what I believe. I believe that people that are supporting Donald Trump, like when you look in New Hampshire and Iowa and you see Republicans that are voting for Nikki and, yeah. instead of Trump, I really believe they just, they, they're they tired of the chaos. Yeah. They're tired of the, the disruption. They're tired of all yeah. of the noise. They yeah. want to get back to just something stable. Yeah. Well, you, I think the instinct to be attracted to Trump makes sense. I understand it. The yeah, if you like gangster movies. Trump has one agenda. Trump. It's called Trump. Yeah. <laughs> and if you look at his history, he gets what he wants out of situations and he leaves it in ruins. And that's what he's going to do with the country. Trump's goal is whatever's best for Trump. It's not what's good for Americans. It's not what's good for mm. Democrats or Republicans. What's good for Trump? I don't even think it extends to his kids. Uh-huh. I think it's like, this is what furthers me in this situation. And if saying something that people will interpret one way or think I'm funny, he'll say it for anybody. But, I mean, study the guy. Yeah. Look what happens to things that Trump's in control of. No, you're right. You're right. Now, can I ask a question? Uh-huh. Uh, what's the beef between Megan the Stallion and uh, Nimrata Minaj? I, I really don't know. I have no idea. I just think it's silly at this point. You know what I mean? Like, listen... I'm hip hop, so I love a good, you know, back and forth, but I want things to stay on records. And what I mean by that is, you know, back in the day when we would say that, we were talking about taking it to the street, right? This ain't going to go to that level. What I mean nowadays when I say keep it on record is, man, don't tweet through it. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear all these Instagram lives and Twitter spaces and all that. Where is the bars? You know what I mean? Where is the music? Mm. And Nikki did give us a record. But it was eh. Oh, really? Yeah, to me. Did you hear? You, anybody? What'd you think? Mm, same. But I thought both records were. Eh. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I thought I thought Megan's I thought Megan's was was better. Um, and I thought Nikki even had some bars in her record, but I think the fact that she tweeted most of her bars before we heard them, you know, it was, it took away from the uh of it all. And then I, just the whole when you start talking about somebody's dead mother, man, it's like, come on, yo. Like you you're Nicki Minaj. You are one of the greatest, if not the great. First of all, you're one of the greatest rappers ever, right? But then you're clearly one of the, probably the greatest female artist ever if you put in the whole totality of everything that she's accomplished, right? I'm not just talking about lyrics and skill level. I'm talking about everything. She's probably the, the best ever. And it's just like, you got to stoop to that? Mm-hmm. Talking about somebody's dead mom? Like, why? And Nikki, what, if, what do you say to her saying that, well, she talked about my husband that's not come on bro like, i mean yeah, you're talking about that, my family and by the way I mean, he's convicted here's the, here's the illest part that no, megan I'm did just saying if you're Me- gonna talk about family, megan gave one subliminal line know. right she gave one subliminal line didn't say no names no nothing mm-hmm. and just put it out there and then called the breakfast club and i said are you naming names she said no but all the hit dogs gonna holler and nikki has been tweeting and talking on twitter spaces <laughs> and stuff for seven days mm-hmm. bro Seven days. So Meg was right. One line got you doing all of that for seven days to where you bringing up people's dead mom. I don't, I, I don't know. I just think I, I think too highly of Nikki as a artist to see her to see her moving like this. You think she's a little unhinged? I, I mean, I don't know if it's unhinged. I just don't know. Like, she had, first of all, Nikki just put out a great, great album. People fuck with the album. She's selling a lot of records. She about to go on tour. It just feel like she should be above this. And if you are 
going to engage. You got to give us, you got to do it the way Drake did it, yo. Which you know what I'm you saying? You got to go back to back. You, you got to give us some shit. Yeah. Drake gave us charged up. Drake gave, Drake gave us back to back. Drake yeah. gave us some great record. Drake, Drake gave us a phenomenal moment when he got tested. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 you know, Nikki, there's a lot of people who have come at Nikki over the years. She hasn't really responded. She didn't respond to Lotto. She didn't respond to Remy Martin. She gave, you know, Kim like a few bars and she did the whole raggedy thing. So it's just like, if you're going to give us a song, I was, I was just expecting some shit from Nikki. That's yeah. all. You know what I'm saying? And you didn't get it. I didn't get it. Now I'm just getting a bunch of tweets and Twitter spaces and Barb's being upset and this and that. Like that's not what this that's not that's not what this should be about, man. So I want everybody just to get back to the music at this point. Cause here's the thing. Meg, you put out a great record. Megan's Law, right? Like it's, it's a cool record. It it did what it was supposed to do. But now you have to do what Nikki has done, which give us a great project with some great singles. Give us a real project with some great singles. You got to capitalize on this moment. You know what I mean? I would. I think Meg has handled it perfectly thus far. You put out a record. You don't say nothing. You ignore all of the shit that's coming your way because there's been a lot of shit. People going to her mom's gravesite and all of that. You, you, you ignore all of that. The next thing we should hear from Meg is a hit fucking record or a phenomenal album. That's it. All right, guys, let's take a break for a second because first of all, you know the Super Bowl is coming up, so we got to get our picks in. We're going to make some big bread with prize picks. This is very simple right here. Prize picks make it incredibly easy for y'all to get crazy money. I'll tell you why. It's basically a free offer, okay? They're putting Patrick Mahomes at .5 yards. If you think that he's going to throw more than .5 yards, that's an automatic lock. We're just picking one more. That's all we have to do to pick one more. Pick 10 more. Pick 20 more. But if we pick one more and we do win... We're already going with that Patrick Mahomes point five yards. We know that. I think we go Kelsey for the more. I think we go Kelsey for the more. They're saying he's at 72 and a half yards. I think he's getting more than that. His girl's going to be in the stands. America's watching. You know he shows up for the big game. I think we're going more on that. Patty Mahomes, point five. We're going more, obviously. Okay? And we're going Travis Kelsey. And here's the reality. Um, you can win up to 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you could turn 10 into 1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest, most exciting way to play prize picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. So now you can win up to 100x your money with as little as four correct picks. So you go there, you play alongside Meek. You know what I mean? I'm out there. You can even find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from all the motherfuckers that you care about their picks. I'm telling you, go check out that prize picks community every single week. This is a crazy thing that prize picks does. It's absolutely absurd, but I love that they do it. Okay. Prize picks offers injury insurance. So your entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured. So for football, basketball, if you have a player who exits the game in uh, the first half and does not return the second, that player projection won't count against you and the rest of your entry stays live. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. I mean, I mean, I love them. I just love them. It's as simple as that. It's very simple. Okay, I can make my picks and submit everything 
in less than 60 seconds. That's how simple it is. You also have the quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats. Uh, these are the things that makes PrizePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. So this is what's going to happen. You're going to go to prizepix.com slash idiots. You're going to use the code idiots for a first deposit match up to $100. You put 100 they put 100 You already know the lock. We're going with Patty Mahomes. Add another. Add a few more. Get that money. Look for the demons and goblins. You got this. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Easy as hell coming from me because I'm in podcasting. But I'm going to just say this. I don't get why celebrities have podcasts, right? I thought the whole point of the podcast was that an everyday average citizen was hearing from another everyday average citizen and they made niche content that was either informational or relatable, right? Like if you want to hear from celebrities, you can turn on the TV or turn on the radio, but podcast was to hear from a regular everyday average person that you just related to with their content. They were talented. They were funny. They were smart. Whatever. Do but podcasting idiots? was for the average <laughs> person. <laughs> I, just want, I just, it was an interesting take, but I don't, what is she saying? how podcast grew. She doesn't understand why celebrities do podcasts. Basically. Well, so, let's, Let me hear it again. Let me listen to her. Because Taylor really been talking about this all the time. I don't want to do that. To I Taylor. wasn't. <laughs> said, you didn't say. You just started playing it. I was yeah. I was watching an Usher clip. Who the Usher on Club Shay Shay. He was talking about how I gave him the name the domestic terrorist. That's because he is. Okay? Yo, we but we're happy that that domestic terrorist is getting his flowers, <laughs> yo. Go ahead, okay? You want to go ahead and take it? What? Oh, pause. Pause. You want to take yes. it? You're going to let me have your chocolate. Usher is a domestic terrorist, man. Salute to Usher, though. I can't wait to see you get your flowers at the Super Bowl. Amen. We will not let Taylor Swift overshadow you, Usher. The fuck we want? Not on my watch. The fuck All right, we want? Play the clip, so, Taylor. What is this? Basically, I was going on Instagram, and I saw this girl talking about podcasts. And since y'all are, like, one of the first... Well, what are they? Nah, say that shit. Y'all one of the first, like, big podcasts? Say that shit, yo. I, Ten years strong. We on our 11th year. What's happening? Brilliant idiots. Fuck with us. Loudspeaker. <laughs> okay. And seeing how podcasts have grown with like celebrities being on podcasts now. Um Flute to Combat Jack, Dree. Uh so this she she basically is wondering why celebrities are doing podcasts now. That's all. Bag. Let me hear it. Okay. Coming from me because I'm in podcasting. But I'ma just say this. I don't get why celebrities have podcasts. Right? I thought the whole point of the podcast was that an everyday average citizen was hearing from another everyday average citizen and they made niche content that was either informational or relatable, right? Like, if you want to hear from celebrities, you can turn on the TV or turn on the radio, but podcast was to hear from a regular everyday average person that you just related to with their content. They were talented, they were funny, they were smart, whatever. But podcasting was for the average person. It, like, am I right? No. What's her name, Taylor? Shout out um, to the young lady. I don't know. I, mean, I want to give her a props for using thing. her video. I don't, you know. Um, okay. here, 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 I, I, here's the thing. I, oh, it's more? Yeah, I guess. Oh, we got it. Yeah. Um, I get what she's saying because, you know, uh, I I grew to love podcasting just because, you know, the, the traditional podcasts were people who weren't necessarily on the radio weren't artists. It was just people who had something to say and they wanted to speak. I mean, I, one of the first podcasts I got turned on to was Combat Jack. And then I started listening to The Read. The Read might have, Did The Read start around the same time we did, Chris? Uh, before? A little bit before? Around the same time? I used to watch Kid Fury on YouTube. So, I get what she's saying. I do love those stories more. And what I mean by that is I love 
Stories like the read. I love story, stories like horrible decisions. I love those stories more because these people didn't have a platform. They didn't have an audience. And to watch these individuals grow, you know, their platforms to become the voices that they are. I love it and I respect it. But I think what this young lady is not understanding is the reason a lot of celebrities have podcasts is so they can be normal people because celebrities are normal people. So when you have a podcast, it enables you to sit down in front of a microphone and humanize yourself to an audience who may only know you because of what you do on TV, what you do in film, what you do in music. Now you get to show them the human side. And guess what? I've grown to love that a lot. I think that there's no better podcasters right now than the fucking athletes. I think, uh, I think all the athletes are making the best, are doing the best work. You know, Shannon Sharp, you know, salute to the pivot. Well, Shannon Sharp and Ocho Cinco with what they do with the nightcap. Shannon Sharp with what he does with Club Shay Shay. The pivot, salute to Ryan Clark and Fred Taylor and Channing Crowder. All the smoke, Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. Like, that, I listen to that stuff more than anything. I listen to all of those people's individual podcasts more than anything. And it used to be a time where a lot of them just used to have athletes on. Man, some of the pivots, best conversations are, people with, are, are with people who are not athletes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to celebrities having podcasts in no way, shape, or form. If, if celebrities didn't have podcasts, the biggest podcast in the world wouldn't exist. There you go. And Joe Rogan was a celebrity, y'all. Nice. You know? Nice. And guess what? I would have never thought all of those years ago the guy who was in the UFC and was watching Fear Factor would be a place where I would go to hear some of the most interesting conversations I've heard over the past 10 years. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I didn't know he had that many different interests and that many different things he was into. So I don't have a problem with, um, you know, celebrities having podcasts. I'm, Not at all. Now, I think you see an influx of celebrities because their agents are going, yo, I just got this guaranteed bag. Are you down to talking to a microphone for an hour a week? And they go, yeah, I'll do that. And then we'll set it all up and you just talk in the mic and then this is your guaranteed bag. You know, okay, I'll do it. So I think you see an influx of maybe celebs that actually don't really want to do it or care to do it, but they just think it's another thing, another revenue stream, et cetera. But in terms of just celebrities in general, I think what Charlamagne said is absolutely perfect. Like there's so many. And especially when you get to see some celebs from industries that we don't hear a lot about the, uh, the inner workings of, which That's is sports. Right. Like sports, we don't hear a lot about it. That's we right. know it so well, but we don't know what goes on in the locker room. They're telling locker room stories, and it's awesome. That's right. So these guys make great content. Cam amazing. And Cam and Mace make great oh, content. Amazing. You yeah. know what I mean? Nori, Drink Champs, they make great content. Like, you know, like they're good at what they do, and I think that's the biggest thing. Shaq, Shaq podcast, the big podcast, they make great content. I think what people don't understand is everybody's shit ain't working either. Just because you're a celebrity, just because you got an audience, you come from a world where everybody knew you, that don't mean it translates to podcasting. So when yep. you see these people who do have podcasts and it's actually translating, it's actually hitting, yeah. salute to them. Salute to them. And, and the, the, I'll say this too. I was, I was thinking about this this morning, just randomly, because you know, I'm always thinking about this because this is our business. I really, Shannon Sharp has had a great uh, January. I mean, he's been doing extremely well with Club Shay Shay prior to this. The illest thing that Shannon's doing as a personality is the show with Ocho Cinco, and I tell you why. Anytime you're doing one-on-one -on -one interviews, there's always going to be a ceiling on that, right? Because you're not going to do them. You're not going to get the big interview every month. You know what I mean? And every, like right now, it's a good window. Like he did Cat Williams, and then Twenty One Savage came out with an album. Usher's doing the Super Bowl. Yeah. So that's January. You yeah. got that. But you don't know what February going to look like. You don't know what March going to look like. You don't know what April going to look like. But the illest thing that he's doing is he's not just doing one-on-one -on -one interviews. He's giving you his personality. 
with Ocho Cinco in the nightcap. You just like to hear Shannon. We've said that a million times. I always tell people you can't just rely on interviews. Do people want to hear what you got to say? The fact that people care about what Shannon Sharp has to say. Yeah. Well, he's, he's like he's 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 bodied it. Like you yeah. bodied it, and and you're still giving them your day job because you're on first take all the time talking about sports. And that's the other thing too. Don't ever forget what got you here. I've seen a lot of great personalities forget what got them here. Meaning, I'm a hip-hop. I'm a hip-hop yeah. radio personality. That's what I do every day. I love talking, still talking about hip-hop culture. Shannon Sharp is a sports pundit. He has not let that go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even though he's doing other things, you still see him on first take every yep. day. So that Absolutely. enables him. Let me go hear what he got to say at night with Ocho Cinco. They can talk about whatever. They can talk about Jess Hilarious having a nice body. Whatever it is. They can go yeah. talk about whatever. Then I can go watch him do a one-on-one with Club Shay Shay. That shit is the Fire. illest to me. Same thing with Ryan Clark. Yeah. I watch Ryan Clark. He's on ESPN doing his shit on then, first take. Yeah. Then you see him on the pivot, yeah, having a whole other conversation yeah. about just being being men and healing and stuff. I love it. I yeah. love it, man. I love what a lot of them are doing. So uh, no, yes, no disrespect, young lady. I understand what you're saying, but I uh, respectfully disagree. Let's let's get some asking let's idiots. Some asking Alex. idiots, Alex Media, or Taylor. Taylor, Taylor the third. <laughs> Taylor the third. All Taylor right. the third, yo. The Taylor Bull. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Eric Vivaldo says, "Why is Charlotte hating on the Taylor Bull?" Yeah, that's a good. Point. That's a good question. Why yeah. are you hating? I'm hating because of motherfuckers like you, Eric. Calling that shit the Taylor Bowl. It is the Taylor Bowl. No, it is not the fucking Taylor yeah, Bowl. Yeah, it is. You have one of the most storied franchises in NFL history, the San Francisco 49ers. They got five championships competing to possibly win their sixth championship. You got the newest football dynasty we've seen, the Kansas City Chiefs. They've been to the Super Bowl four out of the last five fucking years. And you got Usher, Raymond, the fourth, performing at halftime. I don't give a fuck about... Taylor Swift being at the goddamn Super Bowl. That is not hate. I don't like somebody who has nothing to do with it overshadowing it. Yo, shout out to you, Taylor, and your bowl. When's we your Madison Square you. Garden show? May 3rd and 4th. What's the name of the tour? If Taylor's there, it's called the Taylor. <laughs> so what's the name of it, Alex? The, the Life Tour. The Life Tour. Taylor, we need you at the Garden on May 5th. Yeah. May 3rd and 4th. May 3rd and 4th. It's already sold out. May 3rd and 4th. She showed up May 5th. The and Taylor, the Liberty are playing. The Taylor Swift. Wouldn't that piss you off, though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, no, seriously. If Taylor Swift came to your show and all the reviews about your show are about Taylor. Nah. Come on, You're a man. You're liar. Knock it off. You Somebody tells you, yo, man, they talking about your show in the New York Times. Like, really? Yeah. And you open it up, but they're only talking about it because Taylor Swift was there. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. That's good. Fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck out of here. You can't. No, because when I'm performing in fucking arenas, because Taylor is at the show. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> they're about to announce you on stage. You're, you're yeah. right there. At the, you're right yeah. there. Yeah. They're about to announce Andrew Schultz. And then all of a sudden, it's a commotion in the crowd. Like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? Because Taylor's trying to get to her seat. Nah, she got to get to her seat early. No, no, no. Don't be fucking up my walkout. Don't be fucking up my walkout. Don't be fucking up. And she's already seated. Okay. okay. You know what I mean? She's up at the thing. That's totally fine. Taylor's there. Yeah. Taylor's there. 
Taylor's there. People she got are, there late. People are, no, people are watching the show, right? She would never. They're watching. <laughs> they're, they're there, but they're not really watching the show. They're watching Taylor's reaction to the show. And every single <laughs> joke, she's reacting like she's watching Joe Coy at the goddamn, <laughs> at the goddamn, what was that, the Emmys? At the goddamn Emmys. You giving Taylor them jokes, bro. At some point, you're going to start shooting. I refuse. Oh, I'm going to shoot. At some point, you're going to be like, shoot. oh, you want to be you want to be the show? <laughs> you want to be part of the show whether you like it or not. Okay? Showing up when I'm walking out. You get there on time, and you go incognito. <laughs> Taylor comes to your show with a Theo Vaughn t-shirt on. I love that. Nah. That's, a that's fire. That's a, that's a funny trope. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> you, would, you would do some stupid stuff. I would funny. never do no shit like that. I would never do no shit like that. That's my guy's night, man. I don't like people stepping on people's moments. And I'm not saying Taylor is. Taylor is Travis Kelsey's girlfriend. trying to support girlfriend. her, man. Yeah. It, it, by the way, this has nothing to do with Taylor. Taylor, you keep doing you. This has to do with all you fuck motherfuckers in the media. Okay? Stop doing this shit. It's not the Taylor Bowl. It's the Super Bowl, a great American tradition that we all are going to enjoy on February 11th. Okay? Yeah, I can't including wait to see Taylor. It. Including Taylor. Including Taylor. Um, oh my God, what's up with all these podcast questions? I'm not mad at this though. J underscore R7 says, What is the foundation of a sustainable podcast? Asking for me. What you think, Schultz? I think it's uh the chemistry. Hmm. I think it's a chemistry. Because if you're just doing it for money, you either once the money comes, you lose the passion for it or the money never comes and you're like, fuck this. I don't want to do this thing anymore. But if the chemistry is there, it's always fun. Yeah, and then everything else just feels like uh, icing on the cake. I say chemistry and authenticity. And, and authenticity just means that you are talking about what you want to talk. Yes. About. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like you're into like horrible decisions has their niche. You yep. know what I mean? Earn your leisure has yep. their niche. Like, and, and the, the chemistry between a Mandy and a Weezy or a Rashad and a Troy enables them to be able to speak about the things that they want to speak about. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, but then it's, it's fun. It's fun. You know it's what I mean? It's the and, easiest thing to do. It's the easiest thing. So that's what, I, yes, I agree with that. Chemistry and the authenticity. Chemistry is everything with any, any of this shit, though. That's uh, the thing. This is easy yeah. because there's chemistry. Yeah. And if there's not chemistry, it sucks. And then it's probably hard and it sucks. Yeah, you can't fake it. Like, you cannot exactly. fake chemistry. Chemistry is the one thing so it's that not, you cannot yeah, fake. Yeah, so it's not like it's hard to do, but it's because randomly there's chemistry. That's right. So it's finding the chemistry, I think, is the most difficult part of podcasting. That's right. In, in my opinion. And when you see it, you got you to gotta acknowledge it. it. Like, I, when I shouted out the Need to Know podcast last year, it was the same thing. It was like, yo, I, I'm... Not only do I like their content, I'm listening. I'm like this. The chemistry, the chemistry is there. You, when you got that, when you can see it, you can you can hear it when somebody got chemistry yeah. with. You a see person. with actors sometimes they're just great together. There's like certain people that for whatever reason they just bounce off of each other perfectly, and you're like, okay, I want to see them in every single movie. You can be different characters. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You see it, I think, with musicians. You see it with like a producer and a musician sometimes. Like for whatever reason, when they're in a booth together, boom, that shit's gonna slap. So I think that's the thing that's difficult. And and then it looks so easy because it is. Yeah. Outside of that, it's you're just being yourself with the person you have great chemistry. I yeah. agree, Mr. Derek Jr. This is one of the most fantastic questions. This question right here is pure brilliant idiotness. Would you rather sweat every time you tell the truth, 
are fart uncontrollably when you tell a lie. Fart uncontrollably when I tell a lie. Because I fart already. Yeah, I fart uncontrollably already. I'm so, not losing So nobody will, be, nobody will think you're lying. Everybody exactly. They just think I'm being me. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is tough because I don't fart in my clothes. Sweat every time you tell the truth. You just want to sweat all but the time. I don't fart in my time. clothes. Yeah, but you want to sweat in your clothes? No, but if somebody saw me, if somebody heard me farting in my clothes, they'd be like, well, they didn't know that until right now. No, I've always, they know. I, they've always known. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he'll be good. When does he tell the truth? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> would you rather sweat every time you tell the truth? <laughs> I would rather sweat every time I tell the truth. And I tell you why. Nobody cares about the truth when the lie is more entertaining. And most of the time when you see people sweating, you think they're lying anyway. You know how, <laughs> you know how when somebody starts lying? Yeah. Yes. Sweat starts it's like, oh, shit. So I would rather sweat because no one nobody believe me anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody exactly. It's, no, that's a great question, but also no brainer answer. Yeah. Nobody believes me. Nobody believes me anyway. And I tell you all the time, don't believe me even though I'm lying. <laughs> and you should believe me even when I'm lying. So whatever. Keep going down. Let's get another one. What else? Damn. God dang. It's not like you was talking to a prostitute just yeah. <laughs> Keep going down. You got one more <laughs> in you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Naya Queen says, can we get Just Hilarious on Brilliant Idiots? Oh, hell Andrew yeah. There. I'm sure. I'm sure. We need to make that happen. Good sister will be here soon. She'll be, she'll be moving to New York shortly. Oh, this is an interesting one. Yeah. Charlie Marciano. Uh-huh. Based on how the world is today, which movie predicts what's coming next the best? That shit Barack Obama them just put out. What's that shit called on oh, Netflix? Uh, Oh, uh, yeah, I saw The that Last movie. of Us? No, that's not no. The Last of Us. What was that shit called? Leave, Leave the, the World, world behind. behind. That's what you need to watch, Charlie Marciano. That shit was wild. God, shit. For Barack Obama told us exactly what the fuck's going on. Which is? It's over. Invasion. <laughs> like, was that invasion? Is that what it was? They took over the, like, the, I don't want to say what happened. Oh, no, me. no. I'm, I, I do want to read the, la I want to read the three, hold on. Leave the World Behind. We can end on this, because this was Leave the World Behind. Three steps. This is the three steps to the end. Yeah. Leave the world behind. Could it happen in real life? I want to read the three steps to disaster because this shit is so real. This is exactly what was it at? Step one, isolation. Uh, the movie describes that the first step requires completely shutting down a nation's communication and transportation methods. This ensures that no one has any way to spread information about yep. what's going on yep. and essentially traps everyone within their geological locations in states of hopelessness and confusion. Mm -hmm. Step two is synchronized chaos. This is evidenced in the film by the mysterious noise and the red pamphlets that silently harm civilians and spread misinformation. Step three is civil war. Because civilians won't have a clear enemy, they will theoretically naturally turn on each other yep. without the rogue attackers having to add any more fuel to, to the fire. fire. The three-stage destabilization maneuver of isolation, synchronized chaos, and natural evil is could absolutely happen. 100%. So, we saw that during COVID, guys. Look at Chris. He's sweating. He's scared as fuck already. Hmm. Well, if you think about it, so if someone were able to permanently knock out all internet and cable in this country. Mm -hmm. China. Just but just think about the levels that that would affect us to. Hell yeah. Have to talk to each other and shit. Probably shoot somebody. I think us older people would be full, would be would be cool. <laughs> us older people would be cool. Say what? We've lived that already, guys. Yo, no, we haven't lived that. But nah, we, we we know what nah. it feels like to not have That's actually phones. a funny scenario. Like all these kids are freaking out. They're going crazy. It's like the purge for them. And we're just chilling. 
having hypothetical conversations we can't Google the answers to anymore. <laughs> and we're just like, yo, this shit is fun. That would be we should have got rid of the internet years yes. ago. Life was so yeah. much better. Yeah. You're telling me Jordan was better than Bird? Yeah, just shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was, though. Now we talking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you can't Google shit. Nobody can Google stats. Oh, please, We're the last man. generation that could live in both. Because we yes. have internet, but we were here before it. Yes. So we are fluent in everything. Yes, man. So yes. bring it on, yo. Yes, man. Bring it on. I'm not China not ready to have no internet. What are all them kids going to do? By the way, in the movie, you know the propaganda came from China, right? It was unclear. No, it wasn't. That's what the red pamphlets represented. Nah, that was no, a misdirect. The, the pamphlets was the misdirect you just described. You drop pamphlets oh. in a foreign language that's different than the right. country that's fucking with you. So all the people go, oh, my God, we're being attacked by some Middle Eastern country. Nah, bro. What you say about what you say when you talk about the G spot in the ass, bro? What are you talking about? <laughs> Whenever somebody yeah. says you can nut by getting fucked in the ass. Yeah. You always say propaganda. Why? I don't know, because that's gay as fuck. No, because you say that's gay people's way. <laughs> oh, that's gay people's way of tricking you. Yeah, yeah. That, if you was China, wouldn't you say that too? Oh. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, you just drop the propaganda in a foreign language, which just happens to be Chinese. You know what I mean? And make you think of somebody else? Or if you're right. No, it was in another language. Yeah. It was, I thought it was Chinese. No, no it was no, Middle Eastern. No, it was Chinese. Yeah, it was Arab, no, yeah. it was like it was? Iranian or something yeah, like that. It was Arabic. Yeah. yeah. I'm just blaming everything on China, man. I mean, shout out to you for that. <laughs> like that's fire that's fire I like that I like that you know what I mean that broken clock is right like 12 times at least, at least. <laughs> yeah, so don't worry about that shout out to you oh man let's get another one yo you wanna do and get another okay let's do one more last one let's do one more okay uh what would your last meal be nah, nah I don't wanna do that okay see that was crazy we already did a butt joke we just did a butt joke guys we just did we just talked some butt stuff why and see, they think it's me. All right. If Brandon's you, listeners love butt stuff. Yo, no. if you had to, listen, uh, Ito the Raf, uh, if you had to live somewhere in the world other than the U.S., where would it be? Nah, I'm going, you know, I Anguilla. Easy call for me. I'm by Anguilla. What about you, Al? Puerto Rico. Nah, it's the U.S. Damn. <laughs> I think Aruba. Aruba. You would live? They got the best weather. Oh, no. Aruba's amazing. It's yeah. beautiful, but you might get a little bored. Uh, Chris? Chris gonna say Maine. This, yo, son. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yo. I like, the, I like Spain. Oh, Spain oh, yeah, is yeah. great. Oh, I, I like Spain. Drop the ball down that Scotland? <laughs> nah. Italy? Uh, yeah, like, like Italy I love. Uh, yo, low key, like London is fire. Ain't gonna lie, the weather is ass, so I don't think I could do it. But yeah, like, exactly. it's just that's ass. the first thought. And I was like, but Spain is great. Spain is Italy's great. Um, I like Ghana. I'm, I got property in Ghana. I'm buying more. But Anguilla. I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, yo, what if I think I could do Mexico, dead ass. If if Mexico's dope. I I Mexico. Do what if you live somewhere? Right? I was thinking about this the other day, right? Because every time you think about living somewhere else, you think, "Oh man, but what about the kids?" But why put pressure on your kids to be successful? <laughs> like, why not just go live? You know what I'm saying? Because like, why you can't do we live without being successful? Yes, you can. I mean, if if, if I do what I'm supposed to do, but oh, if, that's true. You yeah, know what like I'm you're in the position where you've already achieved it, so now you guys can live off of that success. Just right? go live, like go 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 get a beach, nice house on the beach, and everybody just live. Like when you go to the island, man, these people live 
amazing yeah. lives. They, it never they don't, works, though. Huh? If you look at rich kids whose parents give them everything, yeah. Yeah. it inevitably creates some sort of... But that's why you go there and you, you open I, up I, something. I, you I open re- up a yeah. juice bar. You open up a beach I shack. realize what the buffer is, though. What? It is... Uh, how do I word it? Basically, the more money you have and the more stability and security you have, the less uncomfortable things you need to do. True. And uncomfortable things often give you what you want. Going to the gym gives you the body that you want. Mm-hmm. Going on stage, you know, thousands and thousands of times. Sneaking into the border gets you citizenship. Gets you citizenship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing the uncomfortable shit is what gives you that success and it gives you that. And allows you to appreciate freedom. it because you know you put the work in. But when you have lots of money, you don't have to do those things. And then your fear for those things increases so much because you're like, I'm doing this for no reason. So I think that's what happens to a lot of those kids. Whereas people who don't have it, and I'm not saying my parents didn't give me the most amazing life, but it wasn't to the point where I knew I was going to have to work. I knew I was going to have to support myself and them. So we go, I got to go get this. It don't matter if I'm scared because I'm more scared of not having anything. I'm more scared of not having the ability to provide for myself and my family. That's terrifying. You remove that, you life remove that pressure. Yeah. I don't know if it gets, I'm telling you, if you go to the islands, man, and you meet yeah. these people, they have such an appreciation for nature. They're fishing. They're eating fresh vegetables and fruit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't have that pressure you're talking about. Like, I yeah. I, I had a partner, man, uh, from, from, from Anguilla, and he would always say, like, I think his, 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 his uh, child was born in Houston. Rest in peace, my man Shaq. And his his son was born in Houston, and um, they 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 he did, he just didn't want his son to be raised in America. Mm. He wanted his son to be raised on the island because of the way he grew up. So they don't have the same mentality That's that true. we have. That that old yeah. American dream. You got to be successful. All that, like, drive. Like, their 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 version of success is totally different than yeah. ours, and I respect it so 100%. much. And it's such a peaceful, easy life. Like, yeah. like you know, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not saying life is easy. Life is not, everybody's different. Enjoying a sunrise. Enjoying a sunrise. Yes, enjoying a sunset. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. Like, going for a swim. Like, but we don't have that in New York. Like, no offense. It's, you can do that when you live on one of the most beautiful islands in the world and you're surrounded by this absolutely stunning nature. Like, you can absorb that whenever you want. When you're living in an apartment building with a hundred other families, you got people to your left, to your right, below you and above you. And you're not looking at sunrise. You're looking at a brick building. Of course, you're going to be drawn to some other uh, metric to decide how successful your day is. So there is a privilege to be b- being born in an absolutely stunning yeah, area. Absolutely. And, you know, maybe we look down and our work, we are we're condescending or patronizing. We're like, oh, but they don't want anything. It's like, well, maybe you don't have to want when you have everything. We uh, have to be caught in this rat race because we're trying to get out of looking at the brick building across. We're trying to get the sunset. They're already at the sunset. Or maybe we've told ourselves excess is more when the reality is I mean, that's the American. That's, how many grams of protein is in this? Too shit, much. Bro? That shit ain't even real. Exactly. <laughs> you, know you know what I mean? Like, but that's that shit, how many grams real. of protein can we put in a protein bar? God damn. That's no, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm at that point. Bro, they're putting shit in water that don't need to be there. Alkaline. Nah, fuck with alkaline. But bro. that's what I'm saying. Like, they got you on a water. Like, water is water. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You got the electrolyte, like yeah, yeah, yeah. they just find right. a way to put the more 
Hey, this got extra water in it. Ain't nothing. I'm telling you, ain't nothing like fresh fish. But I'm, I'm also from the country, so like living off the land and shit is shit that I actually You're enjoy. connected to it, more. I enjoy going fishing. I used to run through the woods as a kid, you know what I mean? Yeah. Watching a goddamn buck get his fucking head split open fire. with a fucking bullet. Fire. And then you fucking eat that meat. That's fire. Pause. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to like, pause that. You know? <laughs> I love it. I like, I, like, I like living off the land. I like that type of shit. I just think we put too much pressure on ourselves to be successful. A lot of us city folk don't even know that that exists. Yep. We grew up in this, and the only way that we yeah. know success in this is by making enough money to buy one of those crazy apartments where you got a little bit more room, you got a little bit better By view. the way, which I think is insane. But we don't know to anything else. spend millions of dollars on a fucking apartment? Bro, we don't know anything else. <sighs> to spend mi- What, Taylor? Why are you getting What? Nah. You know I'm going with it. What? I was having this talk with my friends, like, even when it comes to buying a house at my age, like, I remember growing up, I felt like it was, I had to be married and all this other stuff, but you don't. You could be... Oh, shit. Yo. Oh, well, somebody's admitting defeat. <laughs> somebody's, somebody's admitting, admitting defeat what? here. What am I admitting? Somebody come get it. <laughs> what am I admitting? As always, am I admitting? this is the podcast. No, no, no. We're smart. No, you think we're intelligent. No, you think no, we're great. No, no, no. We're absolutely go back right. But if you listen to this podcast, you think we're just a couple of idiots who don't know shit. You're right, too. This is a brand new podcast. Thank you, Why are you scared? Rest in peace, Kevin Samuel. Rest in peace, Kevin Samuel.